1: Good morning, swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to raw. Oh, I just oh, stole mine. Yeah, I stole it. Okay, <laughs> one time
3: I'm a, once I'm not on the road, and then he forgets about I me. I did. Okay, let's do it again. <laughs>
1: Good morning, swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to raw. Oh, there we go. Join me as always, Xavier Guerrero and Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. How are
2: you guys? We good, doing? Good, 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 good. good. I'm a little freaked out after. It. There was a lot of uh Lindy Lindsay Sharman came man.
1: on. Man. She, yeah. Some she, interesting stories She goes hard, dude. She's yeah. got she's yeah. got the stories, man. Today's our episode of uh The Stranger Things. She's definitely in the mix.
2: Maybe nervous.
1: Are you are you afraid of demonic entities, Oh,
2: I I don't want anything to do with any of that shit. Any of that stuff. But do no, you believe
1: you. in it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. me too, dude. Yeah. How about yeah. you?
3: Xavier you have to Mexicans watching the exorcism the Ouija board it's kind of like possession and then you have your your de morta
1: you have oh, your, your yeah
3: de los muertos yeah de dead. and it's yeah. not as nice as where they don't we don't give out candy and shit whether yeah, it's serious there. you go to the grave and cry yep me mi,
1: mi papi mi papi yeah. <laughs> guys i want to give a shout out to florida everybody i want to thank the people who came to Uh uh-huh. aha everyone's like you know this is the shadiest part of town i'm like well <laughs> yeah I mean yeah it was pretty shady and then I want to thank everybody uh, in Jacksonville uh that came to the uh to the goth bar which uh, we're pretty sure was the gay bar and uh enjoyed the show crush fest got to watch me commit some violence
3: I know I missed something I heard about something yeah, yeah. well the people will hear it. we're on the street
1: we're on the street people talk you know. Definitely got, got interesting. I, I'm a heckle killer. But we'll get into that later, guys. Uh, if you want to support, I just want to say, Florida, you never disappoint. We love you very much. And I will always, they go, you going to come back? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll come back for
3: sure.
2: Sam is a Florida man, too. It's cool, I, I,
1: I am a weird, I'm a weirdly a Florida guy, yeah, right? I think,
3: so. yeah. like, I think you will, If maybe not now, but I think when you're like in your 60s, your kids are already 18 and graduated, I think you might end up in Florida. No I'm, not, what. I'm not
1: against it. There is a good chance I may end up in Florida, you know? Baby's mama doesn't want to go there, but you for I sure know.
2: have lived there in a separate life, some uh, like in a another timeline, yeah, different dimension. For yeah, sure. for sure, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: for sure. I have Florida energy.
2: Oh, you got Absolutely. definitely during the cocaine times.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Drugs, meth, alligators. I'm all there. <laughs> right, guys. Hey, if you want to see me live, I'm like taking it pretty easy right now. Uh, June twenty first, uh, which is tonight. Uh, I'm going to be doing my new secret show, okay? It's uh it's it's basically it's not called the secret show that's already used. It is called uh assassins only, okay? Leave your bitch ass at home. And it's basically where you don't find you don't know who uh is going up. It's only assassins, so I can book anybody I want. And don't have to hear people crying about it. The lineup is killer. We've sold a bunch of tickets, Johnny. I know you didn't believe in it, but we sold a bunch of tickets.
2: Oh, no. I, I wasn't sure they would believe in you because you got to. I only you book heaters, only. bro. got to come through. But
1: I just want to do weird shows with weird people who push it. No, none of this cookie cutter bullshit. I will never, ever, ever, ever book the cookie cutter. So uh, this is going to be a good one. And it's only 10 bucks. And it's at a cool ass club. Um, tons of parking. Vine and uh, Santa Monica, and it's uh, assassins only. And then uh, I'm uh, home for a couple weeks. And then July 15th and 16th, I am at my home club that I own uh, called the Dojo Comedy in TIFFs, uh, and it's in Morris Plains, New Jersey. And then on the 20th, I am now going to be At the next uh, Comedy Chaos. And then we're doing a, we're gonna, I I hate doing months away, but August 5th and 6th, I'm going to be at Cobb's in San Francisco. Buy your tickets now. Guys, if you think you're gonna go buy your tickets up front, please, you're giving everybody anxieties. We end up having a packed show, but like you guys buy it to last second and you make me. You just hype my anxiety.
3: And then it, and then that, that, that trickles down. Then I get it. Then Dana gets it because Sam's like, dude, we haven't sold no tickets. We're yeah. about, yeah. And so. then
1: it's a packed show. So go on movie at Cops, which is super interesting, dude. Super interesting. So go join me there. Guys, a lot All of right, great What do
2: you mean super interesting? What does that mean?
1: San Francisco's.
2: It's weird. It's a weird weird now, dude. Yeah.
1: It's a weird town now. Like. Just like Hollywood, they've ran out a lot of the outlaws. San Francisco's weird now, bro. But, you know, like, listen, man. I know people think I'm crazy, but I do really believe that things are changing. Things are changing. We are winning the spiritual war. They are losing left and right. People are waking up more and more to everything. And, uh, I mean, they're talking about Hillary Clinton running for president. I wish she would. Please do. Run it into the ground. Kill that dead carcass. <laughs> God, you think,
3: mean, she so think she, she could take one more L? I don't think she can handle one more I I don't think she could.
1: Dude, there will be no traction. Uh, you know, all the old neocons are being ran out. All we're left with now are like Mitch, Con- Mitch O'Connell, uh, Lindsey Graham, and, Bar- uh, and uh, Diana, I mean, Nancy Pelosi. And I feel like they're all on their last leg. I think those days are numbered, in my humble opinion.
2: Anybody else? Just not sure that we want the, you know, the AOC new, and that crowd. I think they're <laughs> gonna.
1: I think they're in trouble too. Yeah, but I, I think I, you know. they're in real trouble, bro. And you know, everyone's always talking about like there's a real belief that Michelle Obama might run. She is, dude. She will get that big black dick kicked in. Okay, no
2: chance, no chance of her winning,
1: dude. And listen, let's be honest. What are the what are the mechanisms to blow them up? Nobody's watching CNN. No one's oh, yeah. watching MSNBC. And CNN, it looks like Twitter, I mean, like, I, 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 why is Elon Musk making calls at Twitter? Is he, did he buy a giant chunk? I don't
2: did, know what you mean by
1: that. Elon Musk is, like, having meetings with the board of Twitter telling him what he's going to do. I'm like, did you already buy it? But th- if that goes, they're effed. They're, I mean, like nobody's watching this January six shit.
3: What do you think about Tulsi? I, I you don't mean, think they'll they'll give her a chance? They'd have to give her a chance. They have I to mean, let her.
1: well, she may. I She's mean, the only
3: one that has a chance, in my opinion. Even.
1: From the, I, I think it's. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think it's gonna be real hard for a, after all the things that's been happening since 2015 for a Democrat to win
2: big time. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's gonna be real hard.
1: So, in November, you got the midterms. I mean, I know nobody cares about. They're the going to get
2: destroyed in the midterms. I mean, it, it's going to be so
1: hard for destroyed. them. Destroyed. I mean, annihilated. Yeah. Annihilated.
2: Destroyed.
1: And uh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, if you want to support the show, there's a log right. You can get all my dates there, uh, all my premium content. Guys, in these crazy times, Rockfin is the best deal out there $10, $400 content creators and counting where it keeps going up like it doesn't get any better you have all my conspiracy uh, you have my tinfoil hat uh only conspiracies uh my live streams my q and a's we have broken sim on there first look we have we have um we don't smoke the sames on there we have my 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 spiritual podcast zero and then i have uh conspiracy social club with brian callen all that and that's just one week for $10 a month, $10 a month. I am putting usually about at least four, usually six episodes every week for $10 a month. So go check out Rockfin, subscribe. If you go to samtriple.com, you have banners here. Just click one of the banners. T-shirts are going. I'm going to start upping my game on T-shirts. I got a good one coming, but T-shirts. Great way to support the show. Look at that one. Ah, I'm the, I'm the one who rocks. I love that picture. I love that picture. Go back. So go back one more. So uh, my cameos are there. I've been knocking out cameos. Bam, cameos. Now here's the new thing that's up there. We have an affiliate program with this show, and it's called Wise Wolf, and uh, it's a gold and silver. And it's a great way to buy your gold and silver. I have bought a fat chunk of silver from Tony Wolf, and you could do it too. Just click on the banner, takes you there, sets you up, Start buying that silver, start buying that gold.
2: It's that's great because you can actually hold it, unlike your crypto stored oh. at Celsius. Oh, so he'll send it so to you? Yeah. Oh, okay, that's pretty
3: dope. Yeah.
1: yeah. Get a giant safe, everybody. Start soaring you, start storing your gold and silver. It's a great way. It's a great thing to give your children, in my humble opinion. So just go to samt.com, click the banner. If you want to join a community, Tim Fall Hat, Telegram and Zero Telegram are on fire. So join them right there. Join in. Talk shit. Talk, get zen. Both of them are great, 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 great websites. Uh, great Telegram. So
2: that's it. Anything else, guys? Yeah, the new Broken Sim is going to be in your feed whenever you're listening to this. So check it out.
3: Yes, and then we had uh, Rick Thorn, a BMX legend and We Don't Smoke the Same. It was a pretty cool episode. Go check it out.
1: I have I have seven free shows for you to listen to. Tim Fall Hat, Broken Sim, which is, again, my Grand Theft Auto podcast where I go out, try to live as much danger as possible, and come back and tell you about it. Cash Day's Financial Show, uh, Punch Drunk Sports Show, Union, the One. We're doing a really great one today. Uh, that's my panel show, probably the most important discussion on the internet. And then from the vaults of my two subscription shows, Conspiracy Social Club and... Uh, uh z- zero. Get you get old episodes so you can see the magic of those shows. So you can go subscribe on Rockfin. Anything else, guys?
2: Well, that's it. Check it out, right.
1: guys. Right. I love you very much. Thank you for all the support. This is a great, fun, crazy, weird show. I want to do weirder and weirder shows for you guys because I don't want to talk about the same thing everybody's talking about all the time. Everybody's doing conspiracies now. We want to get weirder and weirder. We're always going to give you great ones. We're always going to give you, you know, your MK Ultros, your CIAs, your lizard people. But we're going go deep. This is about demonic possession. So please enjoy the show with Lindsey Sharman. It's a great one. Guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Blue Chew. That's right. American boners for American men, for American ladies, unless it's you're into American guys. And then you can do whatever you want. And guys, it is time to bring the summer heat to the bedroom. Hammer of the gods, okay? The temperatures aren't the only things rising in the summer, okay? Guys, Bluetooth is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and CLs, but in a chewable tablet for a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime day or night so you don't need to plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises okay you don't have to be like oh dude i want a boner during the summer solstice so I'm going to take it on this day when the sun is in the high, high high the high house okay just take it and prepare to rock okay it's just that simple the process is easy okay sign up at bluetooth.com consult with one of their licensed medical providers and once you're approved boom you'll receive your pers- prescription within days the best part it's all done online, so you don't have to visit the, the doctor's office with the hot nurse. Now you got to be like, yeah, I need, uh, I'm trying to get bigger boners. No, you don't have to embarrass yourself. No awkward conversations. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA. American boners for American men, for American ladies, okay? Blue Chew is the bomb. I love doing all the time. This guy just flies around the country with his Blue Chew. Yep,
3: just here and there everywhere.
1: Bam. Dude, this guy flies with rock hard all the time on the plane because he never knows when it's time to join the mile high. They never,
2: never want to, You don't want to be sitting next to him. He's got to get up to the bathroom. You better go, you better go ass toward me and he not, can't not even, dude.
1: his blue chew's so strong. He can't even lower his, 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 table? his tray table. Okay, that's how it is. Okay, we love it. You love it. Yo, so if you could use some extra benefits. In the bedroom, when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And with a special deal for our listeners, try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code TINFOIL at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code TINFOIL to receive your first Month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Bluechew for sponsoring this podcast. We go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mind. Drink. All right. All right. Let's get into it. Uh, returning champion here. You could, uh, she's got a great podcast called Rogue Ways and she's, you can see her on the Union of the Unwanted all the time. Uh, and she also has a new book out called The Key of Transformational he- Healing. Please welcome Lindsay Sharman. How are you, Lindsay?
0: I am fantastic. It's always so awesome to be here with you, Sam. Thanks for thanks for having me back again and again. I
1: Anytime, all the time. Let me ask you, how many times have you been on? Are you a five-timer yet?
0: I don't think I'm five. I think I've actually, this is, this is three That's still a lot, man. That's a good amount, yeah.
1: Well, we always love talking to you because you're a nice bridge between conspiracy and paranormal, I guess I would say, the where it's like the the kind of the weird, weird that I'm really wanting to get into more and more on this show because I don't want to keep doing the same shows over and over again. So the weirder, the better. Uh, for those who may not be familiar with your other appearances, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your podcast, and where they can find you?
0: Yeah, I guess... Um I'll just say I have, I have my podcast, Rogue Ways. I also do a show called Middle Path. You can get it on Rockfin, uh, sometimes on YouTube, but I try not to do YouTube too much. I just do little shorts, and then I cut that feed and stick to the places that won't censor me, um, but you can get all the audio also on any podcast app, uh, wherever you like to listen to podcasts, and I do have my books. I make Orgo, and I do spiritual healing and support. I do guidance. I do healing with people and all sorts of stuff, and you can find it all on Rogue
1: well, I'm very excited to talk to you. You and I have a lot of the same uh, background. We used to uh, go hard in the paint, partying. Then we've had, you know, this kind of spiritual awakening, and now we're like Zen. I know some people may not think I'm that Zen, <laughs> but I like to think I'm trying. Uh, and I'm just in the, the spiritual world. You know, I, I have a podcast called Zero. You've been on it a couple of times, and uh, it really is like, for me, like, my, my, my life jacket in this kind of chaotic sea that we're living in right now. But, uh, you, you used to go hard in the paint. Now you've found kind of your way and it's, it's, uh, super interesting. Why are people like us so drawn to these kind of topics? Do you think?
0: I really like, this is, this is what saved me, you know? And, and really I think it's what I was heading towards all along. And I think part of why we, went into the darkness so deeply is because something in us understood just what's happening in this reality but nothing around us reflected it and so we were we felt alone and like dejected and lost and like we didn't belong here and you know no one <laughs> i remember looking around at like adults in the and that's the, the sort of real world and being like uh none of this makes sense like are you guys not aware like i'm like really young and you're old and you haven't figured this out yet like what is happening here I'm, and i think that's part of why we did drugs and stuff we were yeah. like yeah, 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 what yeah, the fuck yeah. is wrong with this place? <laughs> I hur-
1: I'm hurling towards 50. Hurling towards it. <laughs> just, and when you go. have kids, it moves even quicker.
3: Like the president? It's, just, it's the same thing?
1: Just it just flying at warp speed towards the big 5-0. And I remember when I was a kid and I was super young, and I would look at my aunts and my uncles and my grandparents and all them and go, man, they know what's going on. They get it. they They're smart. They figured it out, and you realize, like, you look back, like they were all drunks, and they were all crazy people, and they were just trying to hold on, uh, just white knuckling it through life, and they were just they just handled it better. Well, now I think you're just seeing all this chaos in this world, and I'm gonna be honest with you before we get into what you want to talk about, because this kind of leads into that. Is like I I really do believe we're winning. I really do believe. I know that people, uh, we get in a lot of doomsday shit. I really do think we're winning this Leah Thompson thing with the swimming. And, like, I have nothing against her personal. I'm very open-minded. I don't think she's trans. I just think she's a dude who wears makeup because he bangs chicks, right? And that's, that's, I mean... I mean, I'm just gonna say, if you're not getting your b hole wrecked, you're not really. You don't get no trans credit for me, and that's almost it.
3: You get no trans credit for me. Oh, so you gotta I mean, be a bo- so you gotta be a bottom.
1: Yeah, that in my humble, <laughs> if you gonna walk around as a woman, you gotta you gotta
2: lean in to be. What about a woman? if you're like Eddie Izzard, you know, who he says he's a lesbian?
1: I, I if you if you bang chicks. I don't find you to be uh, okay. trans, and now it doesn't mean. So you're just a crossdresser. But that's li- a crossdresser
3: then. I also well, say live your, your life. Right?
1: I say live your life. I want you to live your life. You you can do anything you want with consenting adults. I do not care. I will defend your right to do that. I have no. I'm not going to take any moral standard on any uh, stance on anything. Live your life, but you
0: well, don't get credit any- for. It. It's very Turkish slash Middle Eastern of you that when I lived in Turkey, I mean, that is, it's just in your blood. Like (laughs) there's, I, when I lived in Turkey, um, a lot of people, you know, men are like conscripted. You have to go into the military and a lot of people try to get out of it, but there's like one good way to get out of it. And it's to be gay. Uh, but to be gay in Turkey, like you have to take it. Right. And so you have to literally film yourself receiving up your ass. (laughs) No joke. Like that's the the way. that I wonder
2: mind. where that computer is that he reviews all those. You know, It's just oh, <laughs> it's it's like, just,
0: yep, he's gay. He's
2: how far it. does it got to go? Oh, didn't go
3: far enough. Oh,
0: yeah. my <laughs> God. Just a tip doesn't count. I did
1: not. <laughs> I never <laughs> knew that. Man. The, the, the that Turkish computer computer don't fuck around. Heavier, you know? Imagine having <laughs> that conversation with your friend. Hey, <laughs> hey I, don't come want, on. I don't want to go to the military. I need you to <laughs> wreck I need, me. I need a stunt dick. <laughs> Oh, guess, that is <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. Uh, that's kind of <laughs> cra- which is so funny because the samurais they wanted you to be gay. What? Yeah, this, in Japan they wanted the samurais. They wanted them to be gay so they would fight harder. What? What? I don't even for understand the fa- f- the For the, concept, the other war? Why would- for,
3: <laughs> for the other samurais?
1: They wanted the samurais to be all lovers, yeah. so they would fight harder for each other.
2: Yeah. Oh. Um, see, I would think that. You would also make the enemy fight harder because they don't want to get... Yeah, I mean,
1: what is scarier?
2: Get butt butt sex. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I mean, dude... Like fighting a straight guy, is scary. Fighting a gay guy is cancels, even kind of cancels out. The is benefits. even scarier. Yeah. Like one that can throw, because <laughs> you get knocked out, you oh. might get knocked up, right? Oh, just that's like, whole,
3: oh, that's that's happening. Yeah, that's
1: you know, uh, we probably lost half the people.
0: Already <laughs>
1: but, goes. but 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 obviously this we this, we don't this care. This
2: conversation who. is like Joe Biden on a bicycle right now. It's just uh, <laughs> off in the ditch. <laughs> we aren't doing well.
1: Pull it back, so. Uh, you know, you and I have, uh, and we also have like some paranormal in the back of, uh, back in uh, our earlier days, we would say, where we kind of experienced some super interesting stuff. So why don't you get into this kind of story you have about what happened to you in 1997?
0: Oh, right. Is this the computer the computer yeah. one. Yeah. Uh this is by the way, after. So if you listen to a previous episode one of the previous episodes of Tinfo Had I was on, I tell the story of my my tarot and my sort of demonic attachment experience and the and the poltergeist like things that were happening. So this, what I'm about to tell you happened after all of that. So you're like a um, beacon
1: for these the this energy in some weird oh, way, is, at some point.
0: It has never slowed down really <laughs> like my whole life I have uh, lots and lots of things going on that most people wouldn't believe or even consider at all. And so, you know, the easiest thing then for people to do is go, oh, she's insane. She's schizophrenic. So um, I assure you, I've had plenty of psych evals, you know, in treatment and otherwise. And I'm not those types of mental illness, at least. I have well, some anxiety, some depression, some PTSD, but those aren't, you know, someone just phrased this really well. Those aren't in any way having to do with like a detachment from reality. In fact, they're a reaction to understanding reality so well. 100%. So I'm not delusional. You know, according to um, professionals, but I know that I know that a lot of people just don't buy it. But yeah, my whole life has been littered with this stuff. And, um, and people will ask me like, why? And I'm like, well, I mean, I think (laughs) there's a lot of answers to that question. Uh, One of them seems to be that I was literally guided to you know the the sort of path that I'm on and what I'm doing, and um, you know as as strong as our light is, so is often the the darkness that tries to sit around and snuff that light out. And so I think when you've chosen to sort of deal with and address like the deepest layers of what you could call our karma or our like soul or soul contracts or whatever, then some pretty heavy things come up, and uh, a lot of that is on the spiritual realm. So, well, you
1: know, a couple things you talked about. One is like I think schizophrenia. It could be uh, a, a, a whole different thing than what they want us to believe. Yeah. Uh, well, like- I, I think it could be possession, uh, connection to hi- higher forms, different entities. That's not just you. You're you're losing your mind and stuff like that. But you may be actually a conduit to higher entities, lower entities. You may be possessed. I think that's a big thing we talk about all the time on the show. These, I think, crystal mm-hmm. meth and 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 alcohol are uh, have uh, dark art. It's energy in them, uh, purposefully. And and you see when people are walking on the street talking to themselves, they they look possessed to me so it's
3: multiple multiple people on the same street they're just like looking up in the air talking to themselves
1: yeah or talking to something you don't know what they're talking to yeah
3: exactly they could actually be seeing something
1: they could be actually seeing something channeling something uh vibing with something i do think these drugs are are i mean have uh, some kind of a uh, dark
3: magic in that. Like, do you remember in cartoons when they have the angel and the devil? Yeah. Sometimes I feel like that's who they talk to, like the devil that tells yeah. them to stop, and then they're like, they just that's their homie.
1: Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I again, I think the the darkness could definitely be a part of that, and it gets it gets inside them and controls them. Now, were you using drugs when you did this?
0: At the story I'm about to tell, I was not high, um, but I. I will say about this, you know, schizophrenia thing and other cultures, schizophrenics would be the shamans and the healers. So it's not um, unheard of to connect those two things. In our culture, we're just like, oh, you're psychotic, you're crazy, like off with you. And and we don't pay any attention to them. And to, you know, support that, I'll just share that I see auras also and when i see people um talking to themselves on the street i can i can also kind of sense the other energy that they're talking to one time i was walking down the street and a woman was talking you know to one of those energies or entities or whatever we want to call that and she walking she's walking by and she looks up and sees me and all of a sudden she starts talking about the trip i'm about to take with my friend to the desert and like the things that might happen there and then she just keeps walking so i'm like something just came through her that actually exists in those things because how would this random homeless woman know that I was going to Utah in a week and was going to be in the desert and like whatever. And so there there's actual intelligences and, you know, like X is saying there's some are good and some are bad, (laughs) some are friendly, some are not all of them have the potential to know things that, you know, we shouldn't know or wouldn't know. Um, but yeah, they're there. It's it's real. So we, if we honored that in people, and we were like, yeah, you're special. You have this connection. You can receive information from these sources, and and taught them how to use it and to embrace it. Then maybe we wouldn't have to put them on the type of drugs that like make them have pop bellies and hunchbacks and like horrible skin and just slowly die and you know suffering. That would be neat. I would I, like I, that.
1: <laughs> I concur. I mean, like h- half the miracles in any religious text. If they were around today, they'd be labeled as crazy and locked up and medicated and shut down. I mean, like, it's just, a tr- I mean, how many, if you said you were talking to God right now, people be like, dude, what's wrong with that? Okay, crazy guy, crazy guy. I mean, yeah. and I tell you, man, when I, you know, there were times in my life I, I heard voices uh, and they told me some super positive stuff that ended up playing, playing out correctly. So, I mean, like the notion you can't, what's re- actually scarier than hearing voices is not hearing voices. Like the people here <laughs> hear no voices, you're like, NPCs, you, that's yeah. got to
3: be an NPC. No voices, living life, just walking through. I got to do my nine to five and just keep going with life.
1: It's weird, right? I mean, there's some people say there's no proof of NPCs, but I'm like, if you don't have an inner dialogue, you, that makes me nervous. Yeah. So, something wrong with that yeah <laughs> so so it's 1997 uh yes. the internet is starting to cook with gas i was in vegas i had long hair how old were you at, in 1997
3: four four years old yeah, four years old have you been on, had you ha- have you did
1: you sneak into the country yeah have you done your like have you gone through the river under the tunnels under the tunnel? I, I did, it the, I did are, it the right way so when did you do that what <laughs> age
3: yeah, done. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but have you been on the internet yet?
1: I'm trying. In '97,
2: to... hey, absolutely, had you... I had. Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I, I it had. Look, I remember going to Kinkos in like '93, '94, I think it was, and like trying to use a
2: computer. I had. You didn't have a computer in '97.
1: No, I did.
2: Oh, okay. I did. But it I'm, just I'm saying, connected. like, I
1: around '92, I think I started using computers. All the time.
2: Because 97 is like prime. Isn't that like prime CompuServe, discs in the mail, that whole thing, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I, where it was like seven days free or something like that, right, John? Yeah, Earthlink. I mean, you remember the AOL?
1: Maybe I that was shit. using it then more. I just remember being in Vegas and like going to use a computer and... The, I'm like, the computer's not working. And he walks up, he goes, what are you doing? Like, you've got to close these windows. He goes, have you ever used a computer before? I go, I I really haven't. I don't know (laughs) what the fuck I'm doing right now. (laughs) (laughs) So you're doing, so get into it. So you're doing dial-up in 1997. (laughs) Yes, exactly.
0: You just have to like torture the souls of the undead to get the computer (laughs) to connect. That's what that
2: noise was. Guys, we've seen so many people making ridiculous money from crypto. But did you know that it's easy for you to do the same? The Copy My Crypto membership site shows you the coins that YouTuber James McMahon personally holds and allows you to copy him. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or how to invest, you simply do what he does. So let me tell you about James. He runs the Crypto with James YouTube channel, which despite heavy censorship, has over 17,000 subscribers and 1 million views. Since March 2020, he's told his viewers to buy 26 crypto coins. Had you put $100 into each one, it would now be worth more than $53,000. Of the 26 coins, his top pick of the year, a coin called Phantom, is currently up over 440 times from when he named it. That one call alone has retired a number of people, including guys in their 20s and 30s. Remember, this is public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and verify it yourself. So if you'd like to join the 1,300 members who copy James, then stop what you're doing and head over to copymycrypto.com. You'll not only find proof of everything I've said here, but our listeners can get full access for just $1. You won't find this offer anywhere else, but act fast because it ends soon. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash T-F-H. That's T-F-H. Don't take this offer lightly. James is the real deal. Go visit the site now.
1: Hey guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Lucy. That's right. Look, we're all adults here, and I know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind after a long day. Lucy is a modern oral nicotine company that makes nicotine gum, okay, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Kind of, right? Still the new year for sure. Why not start out by switching to a nicotine product that you can feel good about? Listen, we all have friends who smoke, okay? I have a friend. Her name is Dana. She smokes, okay? But you know what? Now that she, I've told her about Lucy, she enjoys an alternative way of enjoying nicotine. Thank you, Lucy. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so if you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy products at lucy.co. That's lucy.co, and use the promo code TIMFOIL at checkout, okay? I also have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is addictive. Remember, if you're interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co and use the make sure to use the promo code tin foil.
0: So yeah, I, I was on dial up and uh, it was not currently dialed up. Uh, there were other people with me. I don't remember what we were doing. We we're just hanging out at my house or whatever. And um, and the computer like turned on by itself or it's changed. Some of the light changed. I just remember the quality of the light changed. So either that it was already on and that switched to a new screen or it wasn't on at all. And it had just come on, but we like noticed it and we're like, well, not, that shouldn't happen on a com- computer. It shouldn't change itself. So we went to look uh, and it was just on this screen that Never seen before, never seen since. It was just gray and it just had a really simple icon of a satellite uh, dish. And um, that isn't an icon that I had even seen on the computer. I'm sure it was there somewhere, you know, like it had to be, I'm guessing somewhere in the computer. They had a little icon and, you know, Windows 95 style, like icons are very simple, (laughs) but it was huge and it filled up the whole screen. And that was all. And I was like, well, what? I mean, like, what just happened? So you, like everything paranormal in my entire life oh. that we could call paranormal, it starts with me going very simply like, well, what's even happening right now? I can't, I, it's not like I jumped to like ghosts are in the fucking computer. Like, I'm just like, this is weird. What is it? So I'm like, you know, with the mouse and the keyboard, I'm like trying to get out of this screen. Nothing's happening. I'm hitting escape. Nothing's happening. And I'm like, well, this is actually really weird. And I'm like, well, who even did this? Or how did this even happen? If it would had been connected to the internet, which you knew, in 97 or so, if you were connected to the internet or not. I mean, like you got kicked off all the time if someone called or whatever, like there was very clear when this was happening and it wasn't. So I was like, if no, if it's not connected to the internet, then no one touched it. Like how did it even get on this screen all of a sudden or whatever happened? I don't know, it was so very confusing. That's so I was strange. like, well, it's starting to scare me actually. So, cause again, this is after I've had like a demonic attack, like weird poltergeist experience like the year before or around this time or whatever. You're That's like every
1: season of Stranger Things, right? Just <laughs> yes, like the same fucking, just uh, just these four people just <laughs> <laughs> yes. all like, the time. Them? You're like, what yeah. fuck, dude? It's like wherever I go to a nice city, I go, the, you know where the bad section of town is? Wherever I'm standing yeah. at that point. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the shadiest person in this town.
0: You magnetize it.
1: Wherever it you are, Lindsay, is haunted.
0: It is. Well, it's still I still have the most inexplicable... <laughs> electronic things happen to me and a hundred percent of the time I'd say people are like, Oh, she's just shitty with electronics. I'm like, no, I'm actually really good. I'm like the level below, like first level hackers. Like I'm pretty advanced actually. Uh, and this shit just shouldn't happen. And when someone finally comes to fix my computer, they're like, this isn't even possible. I'm like, I fucking know. Like that's what I told you. Like I'm not stupid. But anyways, back then, that's like every time out.
1: I asked Johnny
0: to fix my computer, he's like, how did you even do this? (laughs) (laughs) This is literally like, "Not, it's not possible. So back in 97, this is happening. I'm clicking, I'm hitting escape. Nothing's changing. I'm like, well, that's supposed to work. It's not working. And I'm like, I don't know. It's starting to freak me out actually a little bit. So I'm just going to get it out of here. So I control alt delete. And that doesn't do anything. Control Alt Delete is supposed to be like the failsafe. Like that yeah. closes anything, brings up Task Manager. Like, no, it's not working. So I'm like, okay, you hold down Control Alt Delete for 10 seconds. That's supposed to be like the full, full, foolproof, like whatever, nothing happens. I'm like, fuck this shit. So I hit the power <laughs> button, remember? The old towers. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if yeah. people still have this. Yeah, the Dell laptops, one, was but, like, it a Dell one? Huh? No, I don't actually know what it was, um, but it wasn't a Mac. So maybe it was a Dell or an HP or something tower though right you hit the power button the thing turns off like didn't turn off hold the power button down computer's not turning off like this isn't even possible so now i'm like really getting scared so i'm like well remember like on the back of the tower there's like another switch that's the this is the hard switch like you turn this off the computer is fucking off period yeah Yeah. toggle that switch computer does not turn off I'm like, what the fuck? Like, now I just want to throw the computer <laughs> out of the house, like, pour holy water on it. Like, what's happening to this what's computer? On the screen like, again? No, just this
2: icon? Just a said? satellite dish. Okay. okay.
0: In addition to the big satellite dish that's in the middle, which I want to say now looking back, I knew instantly, like, this was a communication from beings otherwise unnamed. Some people might call them extraterrestrials, but I wouldn't let myself really believe that. So Hot I know piss. that now looking back.
1: How pissed do you think aliens were trying to connect with you? God damn it. They're like, dude, the dial-up? I'm like, how is the connection going, 045? Well, they got dial-up. We're still trying. (laughs) What do you mean it's not going well? Listen. Right, they must have been so frustrated
0: they're like these unlimited beings with unlimited potential that could just channel us in an instant if they chose like can't even fucking connect to the internet so i turn this toggle switch off doesn't turn off so i'm like pissed and scared now so i go down to the wall and i pull the plug out of the wall what and the computer doesn't turn off it finally does like 10 seconds after that So it's as though the system had 10 seconds worth of energy that this being energy, intelligent force, whatever you want to call it, could hold on to to like keep this image there just to make the point that it's like not something random, that it's not just like an electronic aberrant thing like it is happening and something is intentionally doing it. Um, so that was free. So I, I didn't finish. There's one more symbol on the screen and it's down in the lower right corner. And it's a pie symbol, just a pie symbol. I had not seen that fucking movie with Sandra Bullock or whatever the fuck yet. Or if it was even out then, I don't think it was, I think actually it came out like two years later. And when I saw it, I was like freaking out. Do you know what I'm talking about? The movie where the little pie symbol is a big deal for some reason. She's being like harassed by the government or something. No, do you I remember I know the name? movie. The movie. I think Pie, it's
2: called the net. That Aronofsky film, net. Pie. All the net. I think
0: right? it's called the net. So I don't know. You can go look it and see if I'm right. But I think it came out in like '99 or after oh, this '95. Okay, so it came out maybe before this happened. But I had not seen that movie and didn't know. By the time I ended up seeing that movie, I was like losing my mind. I was like, "What does that even mean? Like, why did they <laughs> use that symbol? Are they trying to tell me I'm being harassed by the government or something? <laughs> what the fuck?" So I still, I'm not sure what that meant or what was happening i just know it doesn't make sense i can't explain it people who were there were freaking out too because they were like that's not possible like the fucking computer was unplugged from the wall that's and was still shining this picture out so do you did
1: you ever hear anything back from this sim and did this ever happen again did you ever get contacted
0: in anything I definitely have been contacted many, 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 many times throughout my life by, again, what people would probably call extraterrestrials, but I call wogies because I don't think they're physical beings from another planet or another part of the universe. Um, And wogies is a Native American term and I I am in a shamanic sort of tradition. And so that word works for me. Um, but we can call it, people call them star beings and like all sorts of shit. And I don't have any attachment to the word. I just I just know in my experience they're not physical. They're not in physical ships. They're not physically here in bodies. Um, and I I know now that that was them. But at the time, I had no idea what was going on at all. Like, I just, I but I did, like I said, some part of me knew because I had already been interacting with these beings. And I just didn't understand what it was or why it was happening to me or what it meant or anything like that. And this was one more way they were trying to be like, hey, like, here's a way we could communicate if you want. And I was like, kill it with fire. Like, what the hell? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That was crazy, right? I mean, like, I want, when this show first started, I got an email from a Navy uh, email, and it was all about, and it said follow the white rabbit, Sam, and it was all this Q shit.
3: Wow, when back when you started,
1: back when this show first started, and I was like, what the fuck is that? And then all this stuff that I talked about was starting to come true.
3: What mm-hmm. if they were trying to use you as like the first dude to
2: like? Make you huge! yeah. Break that it. Me. What's that? I wonder if that was me. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past me to have fun with you around that time,
1: Johnny. Are you telling me you sent me
2: something from a Navy email? No, but I sent you an email one time, but I don't think that was it, like to fuck with you. But I think I told you, like, right after
1: <laughs> Johnny. Are you trying to tell me you sent me a Navy email? No, it, it couldn't have been Navy, be I couldn't have
2: faked that Navy, like, I, I, I that it was
1: Navy.org. Well, Hold on, let me see if I can look it up real quick
2: That's it, right.
1: no. no, 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 we're gonna find out I sent you Johnny. some
2: Kennedy shit one time I think <laughs> is what, what I think He just
0: sent you some naked pictures, it wasn't that big of a deal
2: Let me see, oh yeah But no, the Navy thing doesn't ring a bell
1: Yeah, way back in the day, right when this podcast First started, it was like some Navy shit Oh, I can't follow. Yeah, right. Let it. See. Yeah, Johnny, you're just we'll fucking talk about a broken It's like, yeah, they yeah, just, yeah. No, no, no. But I don't think that know. No,
2: I don't think that was me. No, but I did send you some shit to fuck with you, but I think we talked about it later. Oh,
3: <sighs> man. Johnny, I have to find out. I got to ask. You said that they don't have a physical appearance, right? Right. So are they spirits or like orbs?
0: Yeah, they're all, they're most often what we most people would call orbs. They're lights in the sky. They they can appear as one light or five hundred lights. They can. Uh, the, my favorite uh, appearance they ever made was like uh, someone was shaking a can of glitter like across the sky. So, and that was the one that really proved to me like it's not like there's ten thousand of them up there, right? That was just one. I mean, however many I don't know. I'm not going to quantify them, but it was just one phenomenon, you know, making that. Yeah appearance. It wasn't, do you know what I mean? Each sparkle wasn't like one ship just flashing at right just the right moment. Uh so it was incorporeal. There was no physicality to it. Um the amount that's why the speed they seem to be able to move at is just so unbelievable. And we we think it can't be done physically. Like, well it's not being done physically. They can appear in any way they choose to. I've seen them look like planes of various styles and shapes. I've seen them in the daylight at nighttime.
2: When you say they, the do you get the sense that it's it's numerous entities or is it one that make uh, many that make kind of one uh one entity or is it distinct I always have the feeling
0: to- that there's multiple of them
2: Okay okay interesting Yeah
0: when I'm interacting with my the easiest way for me to interact with them is when there's just one light and it's reacting to my thoughts. It's responding. Huh. Um, so in that in that moment, I feel like it's just one of them. But I always say they and them. Well, uh,
2: I, I, I guess so. What, I, what I'm curious about is whether you're revisited by this. Do you ever get the sense that it's the same one uh, repeatedly? That- they
0: are the same ones. Okay, <laughs> but not, but not.
2: There's not anything. There's not one guy that shows up all about. the time. Like Bob is always yeah. like. They're not distinct no, in that way.
0: They're not distinct in that way, and I don't even know if they have identities in that sort of way okay, that we I'm would right associate it with. They're much. They feel like they're sort of beyond that.
1: <laughs> now, did you ever go back to the computer and try to use it again? And did anything like that ever happen again?
0: Nothing exactly like that ever happened again. Plenty of, I mean, we could do a whole five-hour episode on just the bizarre electronic things that have happened to me with computers that don't make sense. Really? That are, that are similar to this, but like totally different. But yeah, that nothing exactly like that has ever happened again.
1: It's so crazy. So let me. It's crazy.
0: <laughs> so like,
1: wh- I see some notes you sent me. Being taken to a galactic center. Have you uh, been? Was- you've you've had that experience you've been yes. taken what
3: <laughs> well what is it first can we can we get an explanation
1: what so so you what uh, teleported you astro projected what did you do
0: I'm gonna I so I call it the galactic center because I don't have a better word for it we you guys can give me a better name if you want but um what happened was I was uh, taken spiritually yeah you could call it out of body astral projection i guess but it was definitely not me like i'm out of body now i'm gonna go here and do this i was being taken but i was being guided it wasn't nefarious it wasn't like people describe alien abductions and again it wasn't physical Um, and so I was just going and I don't know how you guys feel when I'm dreaming. I'm like, yay. Like I have my like childlike, like like, this is, this is my attitude. Right. So I'm like, we're going on an adventure. So I'm just like flying through space. And in my experience, this is just similar to a dream, but that's very vivid. And I just happen to have friends with me on this dream and it's just exceptionally clear. <laughs> that's all I really think about it. So when I'm experiencing all these things in the early part of my life, I didn't have much reference for it. I didn't understand or even ask questions about it really except to say like, well that was fucking weird and no one's gonna understand it. So I'm probably never <laughs> going to tell anyone. <laughs> um but I didn't have like books or movies or TV shows or the internet or podcasts to like tell me what was going on. So I was just like Okay, well, this was my experience, um, and I was in a. Again, I was in like a, a ship, but I wasn't physically in a ship, and I think my brain just created this like ship so that I had like a an idea of how we were doing this. You so know, to So make before me feel we safe
1: before you take off into that, was this <laughs> like what again? I have to ask: Were you partying at this time?
0: No, and this is in the middle of the night.
1: Okay, so you were sleeping. You were sleeping and taking off, and you just felt like maybe you did an astral projection, or somebody came and took. Would it be your consciousness, your soul, your spirit? What do you think it was?
0: Oh, it's the same. Oh, that did the traveling. Yeah, I think those things are all the same thing. Our consciousness is our soul. Our soul yeah. is our consciousness. Okay, I'll take that. Um, I'll take that. Yeah. So uh, it was, you know, I left my body and was invited by these same beings that I call Logis that you can call ETs if you want, whatever you want to call them. I like that. It's a, it's a native term for, for those light beings. The reason I like that term too, is because they understood them as not having physical presence as well and being spiritual beings. And that's my understanding of them. So I just adopted that term. Uh, And so they took me in the interesting thing is again, I didn't see them. I just knew they were right there behind me. I could hear them talking to me. They were telling me and sharing all these things with me. And I just knew they were there, but I never looked at them. So again, like, what do they look like? I don't know. They're just like these light beings, these consciousnesses that are really, really kind and that I just trusted intrinsically. So they took me out. I got to see the solar system, got to see a bunch of galaxies and universes or whatever. I don't know, all kind of bigger than I think we think things are far 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 out we went and we looked and they said there's the there's the center like there's the middle there's where it's all this is where everything's coming from
1: so okay so let's let's <laughs> there's a lot going on here you travel was it instantly or were you like okay it's a five hour flight you know just chill yeah. out we got some complimentary <laughs> you know cranberry juice some snacks uh, no, download like the united that. app or anything like that or was it like instantly you were in this ship
0: it's pretty instant it's there's no time or space even in this uh way and that people who have astral projected or have out-of-body traveled kind of understand you can put it there you can experience all the space and time you want or you can just go okay now I'm here so they kind of allowed me to have like a scenic tour but it's pretty freaking quick (laughs) as far as I understand the distance that we understand as distance very very fast not possible to travel there otherwise I would say um, at all in this lifetime so very lucky. But I, again, in my, in my experience of this, I'm just like childlike. I'm like, yeah, whatever we're doing now, like, this is cool. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm not like taking it as <sighs> it's not the same reaction you would have if you were doing it awake in this life. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah. have even that just like dreams. When you're in a dream, you're like, Oh, I can fly now. And you just go flying. You're not like, how am I doing this? And what does it mean? Like, you're just having fun in the moment. So do you in the
1: moment much- think you're dreaming or do you think you're, you've traveled somewhere?
0: I guess I think I'm dreaming. I mean, I don't even remember questioning it, really. I just remember being like, this, this is what I'm doing now. I, I knew I had always had exceptionally vivid dreams that I look back at now and go like, wow, how many of those actually were astral travel? Like, I just had that. I When I was young, my family had to, like, shake me awake and, like, hit me with things to get me uh, to wake up. Like, I'm very happy in a what people up, would call a sleeping state. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so so I've, I've been bruised trying to get me out of bed for, for school. Really? Uh, and it wasn't like, I wasn't pretending. Like I really was that deep in sleep. Uh, and that's why I think my soul was going far and wide and doing all kinds of things for a long time. So it's a rich, a rich part of my life. I like the night and sleeping kind of more than awake most of the time. But, uh, so this was just another of many experiences to be honest, but it was the most profound to date at this time. Um, Do you guys again, d- dream at all?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah I, I had a full night of dreaming last night. Yeah, Really? So Pretty you attentive. remember all your dreams? I don't remember all of them, no. Uh, I, usually I remember them if I'm awakened in the middle of a dream. Uh, but off, if I if I just have a full night's sleep and don't wake up in the middle, of them, I don't often remember it. But I've tried a lucid dream, and when I've tried to do that, it kind of works better. But you
3: have to, like, like every time you look at the clock, you have to ask yourself, like, am I dreaming? Hmm. And eventually you will be dreaming, and you'll be like, the time will be different. Like, there's no such thing as, as like, Fourteen o'clock, and you'd be like, "Holy shit, I'm dreaming!" And at that point, you 14 recognize fourteen o'clock. Yeah, like you'll see that on the clock, and you'll be like, "Oh, that's a dream." There's no such ah. thing as that time in real life, and then that's when you're like, "I'm dreaming," and that's when you're supposed to be able to control it because now you're like, "I'm in my dream." Yeah, yeah uh-huh. it is so much yeah. like
2: Inception, though, uh, lucid dreaming because once you there's a limit to what you can push it a little you know but then things start to kind of you're like oh shit i'm pushing a little too hard now yeah. i'm gonna wake up <laughs> oh fuck it's over yeah you have yeah to, yeah you have, to, you have to do it the more you do it the better
3: you get at it but the second you figure out like oh shit i'm like I, 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 you become too happy
1: i don't remember a lot of my dreams and i'm upset really? about
2: really it. see i dude i have the i get worked over like i wake up weeping sometimes just all I. I, the craziest dreams. So just all kinds of stuff.
1: Does your girl like when you cry when you sleep?
2: She's, I mean, she's asleep. She doesn't Is
1: she like, oh, it's so Shut cute you're knows. crying?
2: I, I, I mean, sometimes I get really cool stuff, though. Like, the other day, I, I got to see my grandparents, you know, and, like, hang out with my grandparents, oh. my dead grandparents, which and was awesome. What was would they have awesome. to say? Hey, you know, it was just like... We, when was are just, you going to marry her? No, it was just like <laughs> having dinner, man. It was just like... It was, we were just having dinner back in their old house again, and it was Aww. just chill. Aww. I mean, like, my, I saw my grandfather right after he died. And it was this weird thing. I was like, "Grandpa, what are you doing here? You're not you're not supposed to be here." And he goes, uh, "I I'm on, I'm on vacation." And, so I'm finding, and the guy who worked oh. his, broke his bones his entire life, you know, like to work physically on the farm, and uh, you know, it was super emotional. So yeah, I, I have a pretty active dream life.
1: I just believe in all that stuff. I just that, think it's
0: that so was much real fun. visitations. That was actually your grandpa. I mean, that's what I.
1: That, that's how that's, I felt. That's how yeah. I felt.
3: I did. Yeah. did. Did you never dream at all? Because they also no. Say, I used to dream all the time. Like, well, because they say when you go to rehab or you stop drinking, you get crazier dreams. Or like when you stop smoking weed, mm-hmm. you never got those when you were like, when you.
1: And I sleep hard, bro. Well,
3: I've like- seen you on the planes. You sleep. Dude, I I You piss I will, people off. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, I'm snoring <laughs> yeah, so bad. No, no, because they can't do what you can do. Oh yeah. I, there are I mean, supplements super... you can take
2: to help with that, you know. What? Dream? I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember what they are, but Lindsay. Melatonin. You know? yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Melatonin. Okay, yeah, that, that can kind of help you if you want to have so, a more action. So
1: you you have this dream you have this dream that could be astral projection, and you're in this play. What is this what is this room that you're in look like?
0: It honestly looks a lot like a... Well, not anything like, I guess. It's somewhat like the Star Trek like bridge. You know, it's just a big room with a giant viewing window of the spaces that we're traveling through. Interesting. Uh so I spent most of the time just like literally like glued onto the window, like, wow. Oh. <laughs> like very childlike. Um, and they were showing me things like there's Earth and here we're going by Saturn and whatever, and there goes your galaxy, and here's all this other stuff, and like now we're at this. Uh-huh center where everything comes from and the shape of it it was like a figure eight uh so the center is just this giant glowing i mean like the i can't describe the light i can't describe most of it because it's just not i don't know how to but we have the brightest glowing light possible with the densest amount of glowing light possible and out from that is this kind of less and less concentrated sprinkles of various colors of, of glowing light and that's the entirety of all of the universe like that's everything we're watching this and they're showing me and i'm like i'd like first of all i'm understanding this is again bigger than our people on earth think things are what we think we understand is like how big it could be or whatever is one maybe even only one half of that uh and that we we barely even perceive well we, i don't know if we can perceive the center or what i'm calling the center and then there's a whole other sort of half. Uh, so it's like this figure eight sort of spraying out in both directions. And they're explaining all this to me, right? That this is how it works. And this is the center. And it sprays out in both directions. And that things are kind of expanding and moving and swirling all along in every, in every level. Like at the center is swirling. And then both directions are swirling out from that. And then everything, if you zoomed into any one of the Uh, galaxies or nebula or whatever they're all swirling in their own way and then all of that is swirling and like arms just like the milky way has arms and they're showing me all of this and i'm just like this is amazing and then they show me um way over here on one of the figure eights like pretty far out towards the like fat part of the eight like pretty far out in the boonies of the universe they're like there's the milky way (laughs) like there's your entire so we're the hicks
1: we're the hicks yeah we're We're out there we're We're country bumpkins
0: bro (laughs) Yep."
1: So this is super interesting. So, you know, I mean, space, there's debates with space empty. Is it liquid? Is it, so what what did you get a sense it was when you were on in this moment?
0: It, it's all stuff. Like it's not empty. There's no nothing. <laughs> um, and so there with liquid might be the closest to it. The way that energy seems to move would be the most like that swirling form even is like this liquidy sort of motion. Um, so that's what it felt like more to me i i don't think space is fake i think we're meant to think that they are hiding it from us, or they're meant <laughs> we're meant to think that they're lying to us about being there so that we think it's fake is my current best understanding of why we can see so clearly that things are fake as fuck on the iss and like shooting cars out into space and all of this and like no we're not going to bars and all. <laughs> like i i think we're meant to believe that they're misleading us uh, when actually space is real. And no, they're maybe not actually out there in the ISS or any shooting cars out into it or whatever, but that doesn't mean it's fake. Um, so that's a complex series of questions to get into. No, that's but when super shooting-
1: interesting, man, because it's just like flat earth, hollow earth, like, you know, space is liquid, like, there's so many different things, and I'm almost to the point where it's like, it's what whatever you want it to be, it kind of is that, like, holographic universe. Did that, did you get any sense of that at all? Like, like it was just a giant, like, I have,
0: energy? Yeah. I've since understood that. And it's definitely something that channels through in this book, which is from the same beings. Um, and they say exactly that, like literally any, any tiniest fraction of anything holds all the information that ever existed ever anywhere period or ever could or ever would. Yeah. And and there is that sense that we're in this space that we've um, chosen to be in this like linear time and this body and this identity. And so we have this viewpoint. It is limited in some way at the same time we're, Connected to source or whatever you want to call it, that has infinite information and everything that we can connect to anything, anywhere, anytime, <laughs> like literally. And so we're have, we're choosing to have this experience in this way. We're still connected to the infinite. It is hollow fractal. Everything is just a smaller version of everything else. <laughs> like it, it all contains everything within it, and that that was definitely imparted to me more recently uh, than than that original trip. But um, so that's the sort of nature of it, and even the shape of the Earth. When we came back to the Earth, um, which was that happened the quickest, like we took our time kind of going out to see things and show me the scenic stuff. I think they wanted to just show me some stuff. And then when they were like, there's the Milky Way and whatever. And they're like, we'll go back now. And we were there at Earth like there was no time. So uh, the Earth did look like a sphere to me. And uh, what was really interesting about it was it was covered in. Uh, hard to describe but like it was as though infinite tornadoes were coming out from the center of the earth to make the surface so the surface was like all these little like circles that were swirling around uh that looked somewhat like tornadoes there was nowhere where a tornado wasn't so if you can imagine a sphere with nothing but swirling little circles of tornado energy (laughs) and i was like what the hell is that and they were like well you get to choose which one you go back to they're all different versions of this life you're living and i was like what yeah. I mean no Yeah. Yeah. No pressure, right? Just like pick a tornado and go live that way. Okay. There's a
1: lot going um, on here. I, I, I hate to do this. I, I need to back up to the center of the universe and then we'll get into these infinite realities. But the center of the universe, it would it look like an infinity symbol. Is that what you're saying? In a weird way? Yeah,
0: basically. But if if you could make that three more three dimensional than flat. Okay. So it'd it'd be like if there was two tornadoes and the tip of them met and that's where the brightest ball of light that you've ever seen is.
1: Uh, So it wasn't it wasn't in like uh, uh, an infinity sign, an infinity sign, but it was more like stuff coming out from the middle out.
0: Yeah, right. Right. But only in those two directions and only in that like.
1: And what were the colors?
0: it was like purple, green, yellow, like and what's really?: Do you think about, the center like, of
1: the universe was celebrating was gay light. pride?: Do you think it was Yeah, gay
0: pride? <laughs> exactly. That was the whole message of this trip actually, was just to have gay pride. Um, very appropriate for this month.
1: <laughs> okay, go on. sorry. That's so I- interesting to me, right? Like what is I just know it's so much more complex than they want us to know.
0: Well, and why, because so how, if for the people out there, and I don't care what people think, that you can think I'm crazy or whatever, it doesn't matter to me, but um, why would I make, how would I make that shape up? Like, no one ever told me, like, by the way, the whole universe is a figure eight shape. Like, (laughs) I didn't have that in my conception, but that's what I saw, and that's what I was shown and told, and so... Um, what's really interesting is I was it was indicated that there is a different energetic sort of shape or movement that goes in the opposite direction. So if the figure eight is going left to right, there's another figure eight going north to south, up and down, but it's like not visible and not part of our plane or something. And I didn't really understand it, and so that's the best I can explain it. Um, so whatever that is going I, I'm sorry, on. Too. No, was
2: this. This is the center, right, of the of the universe. Or are you saying this is the? Is this zoomed out or zoomed in? Is I guess I'm, you know. I'm
0: zoomed as far out as you can okay, go. Okay, got, yeah. got it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, so you can. I can see the whole entire universe allegedly, and that center wow. is just the brightest, brightest light. <laughs> it's not just one light though. Clearly, that's like how yeah, many?
2: Yeah, can, it's, uh, infinite many suns can or something? Parts, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Cool,
0: cool. Yeah. So back at Earth, I'm now supposed to pick my tube or whatever my portal <laughs> to whatever so time this is a portal
1: to a timeline and earth is multiple dimensions
0: well and so i don't i mean yes yes definitely all of our timelines are happening at once but that's not just earth that's everywhere as far as i'm understanding things I agree. um that so, is it, the so again you've chosen this life you've chosen this path through life and there are infinite more of them pretty close to you. And if you wanted to choose another one, you could, I mean, I did, I, as far as I understand, it, I've done it twice consciously choosing like a shift to my timeline uh, to live things out slightly differently than they would have otherwise. And, and I genuinely believe that's what people are talking about when they're talking about manifesting or like, you know, calling to you, like the things that you're, you know, like I think that's a, just another version of the same exact thing. Um, and if you really want to not think about any of that and not believe in any of that, you can still just say like, well, I choose to live a certain way, have a certain attitude, make certain choices to create, you know, a future that I enjoy, which is just like a way more pared down version of the same thing. But all of these things are just different possibilities Um you know, that you could or could not experience if you would like to. So I, but that was too much pressure for me. Like, I'm like, I don't know, like what am I supposed to choose? Like, I don't even know what the hell we're doing right now or like who you are or like what's going on. It's like, this is very hard for me, you know? And so I asked them like, well, what would, what would you choose? What would be like the one that would do the most good for me and others? And they were like that one. And I was like, cool. So I jumped back down that one. And apparently that's this life. Um, what's really fascinating to me too. Again, If anybody asked me, like, have you ever had like this out of body experience? I'd be like, well, yeah, there was this one and and there was that. Or if they said, do you have a like alien abduction? I'm like, well, maybe you'll call that this. And here's this experience. I never would have called it a near death experience until I met Peter Panagore. I had him on my show and he was talking about his near death experience. He died. He was dead for like, I can't remember, like 15 minutes or something. And they brought him back. And when he came back, he had the exact same experience he said the earth was like a globe that was covered in all these little tornado portals and he got to choose which one but he had full consciousness of like which one meant which outcome. So he was a little bit more with it than I was, I guess. Um, Or maybe, I don't know, or he just has a better memory. I'm not sure. But he also chose one and came back to this life and he knew very clearly he was choosing the one that had like this experience and this experience and this experience and not that experience. But I was like, how did we both have the exact same experience of seeing all of these tornado like portals covering the globe and choosing one to come back to representing a very specific timeline of this life as Lindsay Charman, right?
1: It is interesting and this is basically the plot behind everything everywhere all at once. And I love whole,
0: that movie so much. Anyone well, who hasn't seen it has to go see it right now. It's one of my favorite things that exists. Well, period. it it
1: is a I've seen Dude, thousands you, you of movies. You put that
3: shit in like your top 4 top 5 yeah, last time we talked about it? It is
1: top 4. It sounds I mean, top, crazy. Top
3: 2 for me. Top <laughs>
1: it goes Taxi Driver then it goes then it's like Kill Bill. That's such a diverse group there. <laughs> Taxi driver.
0: <laughs> everything, <laughs> everywhere,
1: all at once. Uh Kill Bill, uh, Matrix, Matrix, and then this movie, and three of them have to do with karate. But uh, the point is, the point of that movie is that there is a, a a higher vibrational version of you in the universe, and the truth of the matter is, it's inside of you, and you yeah. just have to lean into it and believe in it. And so there's a million, ver- there's a super high version of you existing in the, in the, the, well, the multiverse. i sure a
2: super high version of XG right now. Yeah, well, Jay, this
1: is like the highest version of that. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> Dude, if he was any higher, he'd be flat. Is there
2: one where Johnny's can't... high? <laughs> yeah, there's Probably, one. yeah, there's
1: somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah,
2: I'm yeah, just yeah, curled yeah, up yeah. in the fetal position there's on the couch a version... worried about chewing my own tongue off. That's, yeah. that's pretty much how that goes.
1: <laughs> there's a version where we're all like switched. Oh, that you're me. I'm you. You bam, bam, bam. We're zooming you. She's here. Yeah, she's here. I'm on the computer. (laughs) I'm giving you guys about my 1997 dial-up experience with a demon. (laughs) I mean, like that. That's it. It's all of it, and and that's why people don't. I mean, this is really a theme that both on Zero and Tim Fall Hat that we've really laid into is like you are where you are because you're here to learn a lesson, and that's what it is. And these little portals take you to this thing. And no matter how bad it is in in, in this, in this area, this environment that you're born into, your, your job is to figure out how to get out of that environment. That, that is all of it. And, and it's just like, there are different, like in this reality we live in, there are different rules for different people. Right. And I'm not saying it's right, but this is the game. So if if uh if one kind of person gets pulled over by the cops and another person gets pulled over by the cops, there could be different reactions to that. But that's the game. Just like on social media, if somebody gets pulled uh, says something on social media and then someone else says the exact same thing, there's a different reaction to those things. You have to figure out what the game is and how to play the game. And that that's what all of this is about. And I I I I really this resonates with me because it's like people want to change their reality. It's like, no, 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 you're here for a purpose. Your job is to figure out how to ascend higher than where you came into. There is a there is a job, there's a, there's a game, and there is a lesson to be learned, and you have to learn it. And when you don't learn it, you have to come back and do it again and complete the level like any video game that we play right now. Right.
0: And, and I think that's even within one life, right? Like you have this, I have this uh, thing I'm trying to overcome. Right. And I I have this opportunity presented. It seems like a struggle to me. I'm like, God damn it. Why is this happening again? But really it's like, okay, well prove to me you've learned something and prove to me, you can do better this time. Uh, And if I don't, well, then like, okay, whatever, however that ends up going. And then a week later, life's going to pop back up the exact same opportunity. Like, all right, are you ready now? Like, do it now. You're like, ah, okay. And then you finally do and you succeed and you're like, oh, I did it. And then like that experience never happens again. Like you don't have it anymore. <laughs> like you actually leveled up. So you can also do it within one life, learn the lesson and like become this, you know, new version of yourself. What's really interesting as you were talking is I was remembering part of that experience too. Once I picked that portal, I was in this, I actually zoomed through the whole life. So I did a reverse life review. I didn't have a life review when I left. I had a life review when I came back Mm -hmm. and I saw... All of these things, it was so fast, I couldn't consciously hold on to all of it, but I saw a lot of things that I definitely held on to, and as my life has progressed, I've seen every single one of those things occur. Damn! So, yeah, what? so that was a trip. <laughs> um, and they're all stupid, pointless things. None of them were, like, moments that actually mattered. They <laughs> were moments so where I'm like, funny, "Oh, man. This is the time I was standing at the fire with the beer while the fat guy fell into the fire. Okay, got it. I'm here now. <laughs> like, um, uh, it was really weird shit like that. I, so... But what's really weird is that stopped. It stopped at 2021, 2020 or 2021. Fuck, I don't even remember now. And I was my whole life, I was like, well, I guess I die in 2020 because that was the. I literally saw the numbers of the years as we were flying oh, through wow. and as I'm like, picking up oh, little screens of screenshots Whoa. of life. And I was like, I'm going to die in 2020, like, clearly. So I just kind of always accepted that. Like, all right, well, cool. Like, tick it out. (laughs) Here we come. Uh, No big deal. Like, clearly, when you leave your body, when you, like, have these experiences, like, you don't really care anymore. Not that you're, like, depressed about it. You're just not attached as much to life. You don't have as much fear about death because you get that it's not the end of anything it's just like another thing that happens so i wasn't really too worried about it but as 2020 approached i was like well here here it comes i'm gonna die and i did not die clearly i'm here (laughs) i don't think that's because of the timeline i chose i think what that was saying was it's when 2020 when you finally are gonna step the fuck up and be like yeah this is who the fuck i am actually oh (laughs) interesting all y'all can deal with it so wait, do you think you broke out
2: of what (laughs) Is it? Was, do you think that was like almost beyond the predictive power of whatever you were experiencing? Then is that what you're saying? Or
0: I almost think if I knew for sure what was going to happen beyond that, I wouldn't do it because it'd be too terrifying.
2: oh oh, wow I I have a
0: even sharing this with people right now on this show or my show is somewhat terrifying because I'm very aware of how many people are gonna be like what a fucking crazy bitch like I I don't know know if
1: they're gonna be on this show you're crazy bitch I think think.
0: (laughs) yeah I I mean you're
1: always gonna have some people then no matter what you do you're gonna have somebody saying crazy bitch it doesn't matter but the majority the thing about this it's like why i always hated when comedy clubs left little like comment cards because the truth of the matter most people when they love something aren't going to say anything that's true right if you if they love the co- like they'll 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 like uh you know You know, they'll come up to me after the show, be like, "Hey, man, great show! I loved it," and then they walk off. I'm like, "Oh, you should say something to the manager." But like, when you're angry, you're gonna leave a little remark. I mean, like, we just see all this clout chasing, dick riding going on in the internet right now with a bunch of people who can't create their own shit now (laughs) are commenting on people who create shit, and they just always go to the negative. And you you brought this up before Lindsay on on zero about how like the drama podcast always do better than the, than the spiritual podcast because the drama podcast taps in to people's fight or flight. And we've yeah. have it so easy in this country. I mean, we have overweight homeless people. I mean, like that to me is a sign of like, and not that I want anyone to be homeless and I'd love to help them get out of the situation. But I mean, when that's meaning you're eating a lot. And, yeah. uh, so, I uh, just people just are drawn to drama because they need something to feel like they're fighting for.
0: And they, and they need something that reflects where they're at too. And most people honestly are in a pretty low, pretty frantic, pretty like go, go, go. And like, don't really stop. And and they need something that is reflecting that back at them. The other thing I think was really terrifying to me though, is to stand in, you know, my, my power, so to speak, you know, and to say like, yeah, I channel fucking beings. I see shit and I talk to the, the beings that are up there in the sky or whatever. And I interact with them and I can talk to them and I can help you heal yourself. And I can do all this stuff because to say that means now I have to do it. <laughs> like, and that's actually scarier than it sounds. Like it's not super comfortable. It's not like the default. Um, and You know, like anyone in any situation, there's a little bit of the, oh, what do they call that when you just think you think imposter syndrome, right? Really like yeah, yeah, yeah. what the yeah, yeah. fuck? Am I really like pretending like I'm at when my first day of teaching in a real classroom? I was like, why did anybody let me do this? Like this is <laughs> fucking crazy. Like I'm not a, I'm not a teacher. Like what the hell? And obviously I was a really great teacher, but it's that same fear most of us have. Most of the things that we're too afraid to step into and that that's scarier than people thinking I'm crazy or calling me names, but both of them definitely, you know, held me back, but it it was much more. So the imposter syndrome, the fact that I would now have to actually like do it and be this. Uh, And one more part of that is there's a lot of fucking healing involved in, in living in that sort of connection and, and truth and be able to channel this stuff through. And you can't just, I'm not going to say you can't, I think there's plenty of people who probably could. I can't just like eat donuts and drink beer and be like, yeah, here's your future lady or whatever. Like that's not me. So there's a lot of healing and like you know being present and that's just not easy either so all of that stuff i think was part of like yeah, i don't know that i would have kept going towards it um if i knew for sure i had to do all of that and really step into it be it say it out loud you know live it like that's a little terrifying uh for me but now i'm here and it's like the best part of my life i'm so No man fun.
1: i i love everything you're saying it's so interesting because it's like you know you're totally right man these people they these people on the internet they're just like they're just drama people because they're not happy with their life right're miserable I yeah. mean like I, I t- very rarely very rarely will I leave like a, 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 a negative comment on the internet and it has to be for someone saying something really stupid
3: you do like, leave nice ones though I try yeah I, well, you do I see you that you know sometimes you're scrolling like oh I was like look at Sam and you Aww. do leave some nice ones, which is like nice to do, especially when it comes from Sam and you're like, a fan. You're like, oh shit, and they're all wilding out. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I,
1: because I, I think it's abundance and it's it's positive energy. And
2: you all used that to stuff. be, you, you've improved on that too. I will say. <laughs> well, I mean, growth, right? <laughs> yeah, we all yeah, have yeah. growth. I mean, yeah. it, I mean if you're the
1: same person you were five years ago, yeah.
2: I mean, our, we he, had those coasters that I gave you for Christmas that were just filled with your tweets that were like,
1: <laughs> "Fuck you, go fuck yourself." <laughs> well, I do. I mean, like when it comes <laughs> to sports, I'll talk some uh,
2: shit uh, for uh, sure. I, I was talking
3: on Instagram. It's more of an Instagram thing. I'll see him just yeah. like leave nice Twitter, nice little I mean, comments. Like Twitter's a whole different situation. But Twitter's awful.
1: It, 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 You know, and also accepting and being okay with who you are and living in the moment. Like, I, I really honestly feel that, like, you know, it's like I had this guy on and we were talking on zero about how, you know, it's like you vibrate. When you start to vibrate on higher levels and maybe even vibrate on lower levels, people you were once connected with, you're not as close to. And... For me, man, like, I can get into a place where I'm just like, hey, man, you know, I'm really sad. I don't hang out with a lot of people I used to. And I can get really sad about that and be like, why don't don't anybody want to, you know, why aren't we friends anymore? But then I could also be like, I just don't think I'm on that vibrational level anymore. And, you know, with all this drama in the comedy scene right now, I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm happy about that. I'm not one of these drama people. Now, I've had moments, of course, But I'm like, I'm not into this at all. Like, I, I, you know, I had a couple friends of mine get clipped. I'll always run to defend them. Outside of that, I ain't into any of this shit. I don't like any of this, this fucking gotcha fucking shit that's going on. People trying to cancel all their... I'm not into any of
3: that shit anymore, dude. That's on Trollville over there on Reddit. That's all Reddit.
1: But it's even like it's even now on YouTube and all that oh, stuff you're and you talking it's, about
3: the YouTubers that sit there and make content
2: on comedians and shit and
1: Well, I mean, that is now part of the gig. You like you there's nothing you do about that. That is part of the gig. When did that
2: happen? That's so interesting to me though because it used to be when I was when I was coming up comedians were all aspirational figures to me. You know, I was like, "Oh, man, dude, I I want I mean, comedians, fuck, those guys are you know, I used to watch like Tough Crowd and The yeah, Green Room, yeah. that Paul Provenza show, you know, yeah. and I was like, these are the cool guys. You know, this yeah. is what I want. Them. These are the kids, how back yeah. smoke and pot right. that I always, you know, I was like, right. those are, I want those to be my friends. Right. And now something happened. I don't know what caused it, but there's this idea now that like that comedians are, you know, the, the target, you know, uh, should be the target for derision like uh, and be ma- made fun of, and, uh, especially on the Internet. And I don't I don't know when it seems like it's been pretty recent. But somewhere along the way, pretty recently, that switch happened. And I don't right. know what it was, what did it.
1: Well, I, th- I think people have figured out, Lindsay, I'd love to hear yours one second, but what you think. But I think what people figured out is that there's these guys with really big followings. And th- with big followings come also a, a segment of hatred. And if you play to that hatred, you can get those people to click. So what happens huh. now is you watch these and they make the most scandalous Headline or you'll title of the video, right? Yeah. Oh, blah 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 hates blah, blah 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 goes to war with blah 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 and then people ah Clinton because they love the drama. They oh, love the drama and it, it, it and it comes to something almost what Trump has done, which is say the most outlandish shit and people will want to watch it. And going back to what Lindsay said, nobody wants to get into the Zen shit because there's no like fight or flight in that even though you are really fighting for your life by getting spiritual and understanding your path, but nobody's into that anymore. So now it's like this, this gotcha attitude of like, and I'm victim of it sometimes too. I'll be, the, I'll be like, whoa, look at that headline. What? Who? why? Who's doing what? what? And you click it and then you watch it and you're like, nothing's there. And there's <laughs> nothing there. And it works for a short time. And then people start to wake up to the bells and the whistles that are happening and then they got keep saying more outrageous stuff to to the that's why every edge lord falls in over the edge
2: i'll just say yeah that's so funny to me it reads like jealousy a, a lot I of
1: mean, course I, it is dude of course yeah. it is a
2: lot of people that would like to be doing that they
0: you know, would love to do
1: that
2: instead of trying to do it you know
0: right so. Lindsay? what were you gonna say well i think there's a conspiratorial aspect to it too where the um the psychopathic powers that be would like to squash anything effective in making people think, making people feel, making people see through the fucking veil. Oh. And comedians, like, this is a sacred role of the comedian, is to do that in a way where people can handle it. So the reason why people don't always dive into the truth is because it's fucking terrifying. They're like, I don't want to acknowledge that like these there's powerful people who are actively working to harm me or my children or whatever, but if you can make the right joke about it, people can laugh because they're like, oh, that is true. Because people know at whatever level, like, you know what the fuck is going on. You just are in denial, yeah. or you're in this habit, or you're in whatever. So the comedian can do this like the best, better than anyone, actually. Comedians, this is why comedians, the sacred gesture that fool, like all of these things are archetypes throughout history, because this is like a really important role in our society. We know that on whatever level. And so do they. And so it could seriously be this algorithm that has these bots that are like, oh, let me plant this idea. Let me snark at this. Let me tear this down. Let me like create division in this community just to take a little bit more power away from the people who are the most effective. Uh, So I don't I clearly can't prove that. But I mean, that seems very likely to me. They're not stupid. They know what they're
1: doing. Two things are going on. One, you're 100 percent correct when it comes to the elite's they who are they going after? They're going after comics and youtubers, right? Mm-hmm. Why are they going after them? because they can create co- content for zero dollars you yeah. you do not need elite money to make a, a funny ass joke or to make a great YouTube channel the uh, YouTube content. you just have to be good at editing. You were talking about how good you're getting at editing and working computer. you know mm-hmm. so like that's dangerous to people. you know movies, TV shows, plays okay uh what else is there that uh, that is legacy media uh you know to put out a, a really big uh not a blog but something like buzzfeed you need banker money to make that happen and when you take that money you have to dance a certain dance with stand-up i've done stand-up when the microphone breaks and i just start talking to people i don't need a microphone I used to need my voice to talk, and I—you were there. I actually did stand up when I didn't have a voice, oh, so I don't yeah. even need the voice. <laughs> so I don't even need the fucking voice. Okay, so that's a threat.
0: That's that a threat is a threat. When threat. You do free shit. You know that movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once? That was a pretty lower budget movie. Like that's not from Hollywood, Hollywood. That's not establishment movie. Like they just pulled that shit out. It's so good, and they didn't need all the fucking banker money to do it. And all these clout-chasing motherfuckers now,
1: talking shit all the time. Listen, when I was young, man, I used to drive in from Vegas to the uh, Laugh Factory in L.A. just to do the open mic. It was that great of an open mic. And we would go there, and there was a rule that was you weren't allowed to, uh, to reserve a spot, right? And the reason they did that is because Jamie wanted people waiting outside so people would talk about
2: what's going on like what's oh going my on god outside? dude yeah. look at
1: these people are way outside Laugh factory let's write well, a story you out. still see
2: them out there too right and i love
1: them. them dude i respect them and i love them and, but there would always be somebody who would show up at like noon and stand in front and go oh they say there's no fucking line so i'm standing here and all the comics would go nuts but the truth of the matter is is that person that never fucking wanted to play well with the others Always fought, bombed. Always bombed. They never had great sets. They were fuck they'd eat a dick on stage and you would never hear from them again. That's the same thing with these clout chasers. It eventually eats them up. If you put out negative energy, it eats you up every fucking time. You gotta put out the positive. You gotta connect with people. You gotta lift. You gotta practice abundance.
3: That's how it goes. Yeah, like if you're if you're assuming counseling someone's gonna help your career, it ain't.
1: Name me one of these bitches that did Me Too that went on to do a great, have a great career. There's two <laughs> chicks that were involved. Uh, one of them was the, the, the first Tiger Woods woman. And then the second one was my friend Jennifer with, uh, who was w- uh, with the, the Brett Favre situation, right? Guess what? Neither of them wanted to do it. Neither of them were the ones who went forward with the story. It was someone else who went forward with the story. They wouldn't comment, wouldn't be a part of it. They went on to have careers. The, everybody else that tried to meet to never had a career. Because even if you're the most progressive motherfucker in the world, you don't want to work with a snitch who will throw you under the
3: bus. It's a matter of time.
1: <laughs> it's a matter of time. And you see it happening all the time more and more information coming out so i want to get uh, i'm just telling you dude so just sit in the pocket don't put any any energy into it and no matter who calls you crazy they're all just player haters you created you are Lindsay. i've told you before you're an american dream you created a a a, a business from nothing and now you're you're doing extremely well you're flourishing okay of course we would all like to make more money and all that stuff but you're crushing it that's an American dream. You know how many people you. watch you and are angry? Because, and it goes yes. back to your one saying- one of them
0: emailed me the other day and they were like, oh, you're just a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah bitch. I was like, wow, that's a I lot of anger threat. that person has. <laughs> like, I know, I, I don't care really, I don't at all. And I'm very grateful and lucky to have far more people who are willing, like you said, it's hard. People don't always tell you the good things, but I have people who do, and I have enough of them who show up, who say good things, who leave good comments, who do whatever that I'm constantly like, this is worth it. That's better than the money actually is to know that you're actually affecting people positively. Uh, and that that's awesome. I feel very grateful.
1: You brought up, you brought up uh, imposter. What is it called? Imposter, imposter syndrome. syndrome. Yeah. That to me is the biggest fear People have. They're so afraid that they're going to be exposed as as an imposter. And what they don't understand is that they totally could do it if they just did it. You miss every shot. You miss every shot you don't take.
0: Yes. And you are going to fail sometimes or fall down or whatever. I have. All right. And I'm very lucky, right? Like most of the readings and things I do. Awesome. Messages from guides coming through. Everything's great. Every once in a while, I have one that I'm like, I... I don't know, like I'm off today or whatever. But I'm like, cool. Let's reschedule. Like, let's try this again. Like, there's gonna be times where, I think, no matter what you're talking about with like golf or fucking flying, it like doesn't even matter. Some things are gonna go poorly sometimes. But yeah, you miss 100 of the shots you don't take, like you said. And when you do take that step into your your path, the thing you want, the thing you love, your passion, your truth whatever, like the universe conspires to just meet you right there and bring you all the things you need and like send you on your way. But like I said, there's also often a lot of healing in that, which isn't always easy or fun. Well, you got to so go there's, through there's some it. messy parts, but you, you,
1: you <laughs> got to go through it to get to it. And that's just yeah. the way it is. And uh, I want to get into your demonic encounter, uh, jumping timelines. Uh, I find mm-hmm. timelines super interesting, you know, because like, uh I have a friend of mine who uh committed suicide. He has a big they're doing a big walk for him coming up and I love him very much. I miss him very much. I will not be participating in it. Uh, I've decided that is not what I'm going to do anymore. I I will I will mourn the loss of my friends who take their own lives uh in my own personal way. I will no longer be publicly uh and, yeah. and, and participating in it and um you know, because I think they broke the soul contract. And um, so my question is, though, yeah. do you think that they come back to these timelines? Is it the same timeline? Do they they live the same timeline? Or is it a different timeline, but under the same kind of circumstances? Because they have to listen. They have to master this lesson and by committing suicide, they haven't mastered the lesson, which means they have to come back and do it again. So the question is, do they come back to when they were born, let's say, in 1970? Or do they come back and now they're in, like, the year 2030, but but under the same kind of circumstances? What's what's yeah. your thoughts on that?
0: It's- in my experience, well, I have a past life memory where I committed suicide and, um, and I'm dealing with the repercussions of that life and this life, even though in the timeline wise, they're very far away in time and I've had other lives chronologically in between. Um, so I, I did come back. They do come back and it is a different life. I'm not even the same gender or sex or whatever, but I, um, but I'm dealing with the similar things, and I'm learning the same lessons, and I'm and and I'm learning to release those without killing myself to get away from them. Uh, so I do think you you experience the same types of things again. It's in different packaging. I didn't experience exactly the same things, but it's the same emotion and the same like mental constructs. Um, so it's the same karma is one another way to say that. Um, and I don't think that's bad. I, people hear that and they're like, oh, so you're just punished. You're just made to like do it again and again. And like, you know, you part pour- but no, I came back with more resources. I came back with more, better understanding because I had the in-between time, right? To reflect, and, and to see and to go like, OK, I, I see what I would like to do differently this time. And that's going to be my intention going into this life. Um, so it's not like you're just thrown right back in with nothing. It's like, OK, go back in and here's this, you know, new understanding, new ways, you have new spiritual, emotional, mental friends, physical supports, whatever this time and, and try again.
3: Would um, you say that everybody that commits suicide comes back as another human being? then you come back as like an animal or something well, as, like, I, as, as, as a bigger question. yeah is it like a bigger punishment
0: um i don't think it's a punishment like here's an example again i i can't prove it again but my my father died when i was 11 and it wasn't suicide technically but it was like suicide effectively like he drank and drugged himself to death um and so I genuinely there. there's a crazy fucking situation with my sister's cat <laughs> and my, my brother and I both have agreed like that's our dad like he came back to specifically help her through this period of time in her life and like that is him. It's, I don't think that's a punishment, even though to us it might seem like a reduction in status or yeah, like, yeah, a, yeah. you know, not as enjoyable experience as being a human or something. But I think he chose to do that. And, and in a way, it's almost just like part of his soul is doing that. Right. Because at the same time that that was happening, I still had interactions with him similar to what um, Johnny was talking about with his grandparents visiting and stuff, you know, like it's not like it took all of his soul to be in this cat. Even so I do think you can kind of come back as other things and in other ways. Um, But I don't think that there's anything that says you commit suicide. So you can't be a human again. Like I, I really don't think there's any punishment in any of it. I think all of it is, cause and effect you know we made this choice and here's the effect yeah, of that so. choice and so we get to see that play out and and then we have the opportunity to choose different again next time it's not like there's like a you know bad father in the sky who's like oh you fucked up and now you go to hell you <laughs> piece of shit like you can never come back no, I, I think it's just like that. hey you did this and like here's what's going to happen just like we would you know have with our like children and a toddler would be like to some extent we need them to understand like this is life when you reach out and you grab that thing it falls it breaks like that's what's going to happen that's the effect of of your cause and so next time maybe you don't want to like reach out on these things that you can't don't have the strength to hold yet or whatever and you know it's just i think we're just doing that that's like what sam you were talking about like learning the lesson is another way of just saying like dealing with the karma and understanding the effects of your choices and your cause Mm -hmm. we have free will do anything we want Nothing's going to stop us from doing that. We can choose to be evil like these psychopathic elites. We can do human sacrifice or whatever. Sure, go for it. There's an effect to that cause, that choice that you're making. And you're I agree. Deal with
1: it. I <laughs> agree, man. And, you know, all these war criminals, everyone thinks they're getting away with everything, right? Like, listen, man, it, it sucks that most likely Dick Cheney will die a free man. It, it really sucks. I mean, it really sucks. Unless you're getting into clones, then we're, you know, are they cloning him and all that stuff. But um, for me, man, it it, it sucks. But if you go, hey, man, um, there's no karma. Well, just know that his daughter is about to get ran out of politics. And George Bush, there's a George Bush that was trying to run Texas, is getting his dick kicked in right now. Uh, And for the first time ever, there will be no bush cheney or clinton in politics
2: so so what does that mean
1: well that means that dynasties are dying now sometimes they'll remake their names they'll come back oh i'm not a bush i'm an obama right Mm. but i i think people are waking up and that's where the karma comes from And a lot of these guys are these elites, these awful people that are doing these awful things. Well, they all come back and right now they're currently blowing donkeys in Tijuana. I think that they come back as as that. So uh, that's just my personal opinion. But tell me a little bit about your jumping of timelines and the some of the uh, demonic encounters you've had.
0: Well, this one is pretty wild i don't always tell this story out loud because it's really scary uh so if anybody out there doesn't like to be scared maybe you don't want to listen to this um
1: half the women on the show probably listen to murder entertainment so they love all that right show. you'll
0: love this then. <laughs> um so this is um one of the many times that entities have come through a computer or tv or electronic device uh unlike the satellite one which i think was you know the good guys so to speak the the bad guys can come through too sometimes um and i was sitting watching i will say i did have one beer and i had hit one hit of weed so take All that right. for whatever All you right. want All right. uh, honesty honesty I was,
1: yeah or as uh, yeah. xg calls it breakfast <laughs>
0: yes i hadn't yet quit drinking and i was still so i was a very lightweight with marijuana at this time like i quit smoking weed heavy when i was like 22 or something and this happened when i was probably like 33 or something i'm guessing I don't, i'd have to go back and actually figure it out but so i i did have a beer and i, I had um, you know, hit. So I was a little high, definitely, for sure. But like all humans, like for the most part, especially people who like us who have done quite a bit of drugs, it's very obvious, like what's real and what's not. Like even when I was super fucked up on acid, like multiple hits, like 10 or more in, I uh, still
1: understood reality. Like <laughs> Hits of acid at one time?
0: That's not even yeah. That's not even that much. <laughs> yes, that's a lot. I, that's a lot of acid,
3: acid lot. Lindsay. That's two. Well, that's two windows plus two more.
1: Yeah, I mean that's a heroic dose. That's the
0: most. That was her- a crazy trip too. It was it was interesting, but I I did a lot of acid. I did more acid probably than I did as much acid as Crystal Math. Let's say that. So I was a heavy acid user for a long, long time. <laughs> I did we a had Friday, Friday for years. What so.
1: Friday? You were doing it every Friday, acid.
0: Yes, and often for the whole weekend, so you double the dose every 12 hours. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Cosmonaut, whatever you oh want to say. So, so a lot of people right now are like, oh, that's why this shit happens to me. Uh, yeah, this- I mean, maybe. This shit this happened hey, to me be before I ever did acid, and it's been happening long since I quit doing acid. So, um, Jessa Reed
1: that- did speed and talked to entities, and she was talking about the game, and I dismissed it. When, I didn't dismiss it. I was, I'm always open-minded to whatever they're talking about, but it didn't resonate with me. I wasn't like, okay, okay. But now I study all this stuff. It's like, you're, she's totally right she's about right. the
0: game. Yeah. It's true. There's some, you can get some truth in there. It really comes with, you know, your intention of what you're going into it with. Like if you're going into it to party, you're going to party. And if you're going into it to like connect and get some downloads and whatever, you're going to do that. Um who smokes kind of crystal meth to
1: get spiritual. It's like I'm just going to smoke some meth, try suck it's my dick strange. and maybe talk to
0: God, you know who knows. <laughs> I was like I'm going to smoke crystal meth and hang out with murderers and like go to real dark places apparently but but that was neither on on meth nor acid on on this trip, um on this experience. I was just, you know, one hit, one beer in, so slightly buzzed. And uh I mean, we were watching basketball, which I know you guys might like sports. <laughs> I don't care at all about most of them most of the time. And so the basketball <laughs> was on. And I was kind of like, why are we watching this? Like, this is so weird. My sister and her boyfriend had gone into another room. Her roommate's there. And I was about to, like, ask her, like, why are we watching? Can I, like, change the channel? And then the announcer on the TV said something like, and and now Lindsay wants to change the channel. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, that's (laughs) random as shit. Synchronicities happen all the time, so, like, no big deal. And then I was like, it's not talking to me. And I was like, and she thinks we're not talking to her. And I was like, what? I was like, that's beyond synchronicity at this point. And then <laughs> they said something like, she thinks it's a synchronicity. And like, isn't that so stupid? What a dumbass. Or so, started to get negative. And I was like, Whoa. Oh, I'm schizophrenic now. Like, really, really, <laughs> this time I am. Like, it's like talking to me. And they were like mocking me and responding to my thoughts. And I was like, gonna get up and leave my sister and her boyfriend came back and sat down and i thought well if the tv can hear me can anyone else hear my thoughts like before i got up to leave or turn off the tv or figure out what was happening and my sister looked at me in the eyes and she said i can and she was trash drunk like she was like sauce like she was gone yeah She, she looked me in the eyes and she said i can hear you and no one responded to that like reacted to that and i thought again like can she really hear me and she said i can really hear you but she was fucking trashed again like she didn't even i don't even know if she knew what she was talking about or doing but it was she was now reacting to my thoughts and i was like okay like i don't really know what's going on here but things are starting to feel like pretty negative almost like a bad trip right where you're like feeling like the energy is like not so good anymore this tv thing is like some kind of level of possession or entity interaction is going on with that." So I'm like, maybe I'll just like go downstairs by myself and like go to bed early or something and just meditate and like let this all release or whatever's happening. Um, And her boyfriend at the time, who I didn't genuinely, he was fine. I don't know. I didn't like not like him or like him. He just, he was almost like an NPC to me. I was like, this guy doesn't even really seem like very like deep or anything. Um, He was like, grabbed her and like went into the other room. Or something, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go downstairs. But I started hearing, like, this is so weird. I started hearing, like, what was sounding to me like... I was very aware that I wasn't hearing this, by the way. I knew that I was hearing it on, like, my sort of psychic level of things. Okay. You know, again, you can tell the difference between, like, reality and non-reality. You can tell the difference between, like, your thoughts and the psychic thoughts you're getting. You can tell the difference between someone talking to you in your ear or you hearing on, like, a spiritual level. I started hearing, like... Uh, like from like kung fu movies and shit the like kind of almost can't be like weird. Like I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's coming from the kitchen. It sounds like a fucking samurai fight or something. And I understood this was like my whatever psychic way of knowing, like there was something, there was a battle happening in the kitchen and that it was on a spiritual level. So I ran into the kitchen and he was like, holding her arm and staring at her intently. And she was like, smile. I can't even describe the look on her face it was very clear that she was like not present at the moment. And I like jumped in between them like a fucking weirdo. And I was like, sister, <laughs> like, let's go outside. Cause I just understood suddenly, like something was coming through the TV. Something was maybe coming through this guy and something was happening that I didn't understand. And I wanted to get her away from it. Cause it seemed like it was now focusing on her instead of me so she's like why wait what and then she said how did we get to the kitchen so like when i saw that she seemed to be almost like hypnotized and sort of like caught up in whatever he seemed to be projecting at her or into her or whatever that was true like she didn't even remember coming to the kitchen again she's very drunk it's not that weird but it was still like it was kind of weird still So I was like, we need to go outside. And she's like, I don't know if I want to go outside. I was like, please come outside. with me. like I just didn't know how to express like something bad is happening here. And I just want to get her away from it. And finally, I just convinced her to go outside with me. And when we were outside, everything was fine. That feeling completely lifted. I was like, we can just breathe out here. Like, and she's like, wait, why are we out here? And I'm like, oh, let's just hang out for a second outside. Like no big deal. And so we're hanging out and then finally she was like i want to go back inside and i was like no let's just please stay outside and she was like no i'm going inside and she ran it, and i just for some reason understood inside she wasn't as safe outside she was i really didn't want her to but i didn't know how and i felt like i was maybe insane and so i wasn't sure that i should even try it was like a pretty deep compulsion to try and protect her and that there was actually something dark happening so i followed her back inside and this is where it gets really scary because we go inside and the boy, the boyfriend, the, the roommate's gone. Like she just went to sleep or something. The boyfriend's standing there and he looks at me and he says, I can make her do anything I want. And I was like, what? What?" And he said, watch. And he said, Hey, sit down. And she sat down and he said, sprawl out. And she sprawled out and he said, giggle. And she giggled. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? And he was like, you couldn't stop me. Even if you tried. I was oh. like, wow, this is actually like a demonic energy coming through him. Like he's not even here right now. Like that's not him. That like, is he crazy. Know it. it was fucking crazy. It was the first time in my life that I saw because I'd had again the demonic encounter I described with the whole tarot poltergeist thing. I had seen demons attached to mostly like homeless types of people and people who seem crazy or whatever i'd seen that multiple times and i'd had that one you know homeless person say the thing about the utah trip whatever but i'd never had like a demon just directly come through with that much clarity and like look at me and talk to me that is crazy crazy (laughs) like very very scary and so that's why i don't tell the story that often less because i mean people are already going to think i'm crazy or not as we already talked about but like more because i don't necessarily want to terrify the shit out of people but i don't think this is especially common and it was very clearly connected to um, me and my and my consistent seeming encounters with these types of entities uh and you know maybe a familial sort of thing going on there too with that level of energy so, um, wow. I really, I really went into this state. I describe it. One of my episodes called surrender is a superpower where I, uh, surrendered completely to not to that thing, but to whatever you want to call God or heaven or source. Cause it became instantly apparent to me that like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. Um, but something knows what to do and how to do it. And if shit, if negative shit can come through him, like positive shit can come through me. So I just like, Kind of opened up a little more to that and words just sort of started coming out of me that were something to the extent of like you know the the light will always win you have no power here you have no power over here except for what she's agreed to give you in this moment but it won't last uh, and you you can't stop me and <laughs> i'm not afraid of you it was something to that level and he just sort of left but he actually stopped and he like kind of recoiled and like went somewhere else and sat next to her on the couch and I was like, okay, well, that kind of worked. But I knew at this point that I had to get her, like, away from him physically. And so I was, again, like, hey, let's go do something else. Like, it's like you would interact with someone right, on acid. Right, like, you have right. to be, like, happy. And <laughs> otherwise, they don't want to have anything to do with you. So I was trying to get her to, you know, go. And we finally, she was like, oh, yeah, let's go do that. I don't even remember what I said we were going to go do. But I was like, let's go into this other room or something. And when I was, we were going to this room, she was in front of me. I was behind her in the hallway. She stopped and she's like, no, I have to go back to the living room. And like, this doesn't even make sense. Why? Why wouldn't you just walk in the room? We're already halfway here. The door's right there. But the, again, this battle is like happening. This force, this thing that's coming through, this guy like wants her to come back and not go with me. And I was like, no, come on. Let's just go into that room like really quick. And she was like, why? I don't even know why. What are we even doing now? I forgot. And I'm like, let's just go. Who cares? Let's just find out when we get there. Like just open the door and go. And she's like, no. Okay, wait. Yeah, she opened the door. And before she went in, she was like, no, I'm not going. And turned around. And she tried to like push past me. And I had this, again, very strong understanding that I wasn't going to be able to physically stop her. I wasn't going to be able to do anything. And I had to actually like really surrender again and let something else come through to accomplish this feat. It seems so silly. Like, why does it even matter if we go in this room? I don't know, but I just know that for some reason, it's really important. So, I literally, like, went almost limp, and I, like, asked God, source, heaven, to just come through me and do this, and she had been pushing against me, and I had been sliding backwards in my socks on the wood floor, right, the polished (laughs) wood floor, and her pushing me, and the moment I did that, it started reversing, and she started being pushed back, and she whispered in my ear, whatever you're doing, it's Working, don't stop. So, some part of her was actually conscious in that moment too, but it had not been the rest of the time. So, whatever allowed to come through me was able to like pull her more out of whatever that negative field she was Crazy. attached to was and was able to like reverse her momentum. And when we, it was, I don't know why, when we got through the door and shut the door, she like snapped out of it and she said, What is happening? And I was like, I'm not really sure. And she was like, What are we supposed to do? And I was like, I'm not really sure. And there she was like, Not yeah it's nuts it gets weirder (laughs) it gets weirder yeah it gets even weirder oh keep going let's go (laughs) you said you wanted weird so i'm bringing the weirder the better this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me so um she said something like i feel like the eagle told you what to do (laughs) why would she say this i don't know but right then i remembered Three different dreams I had had over a series of probably like 10 years or something, multiple years. Uh, And they were all this eagle. They're what I call um, power dreams because they're very clearly not out of body, but they're also very clearly something real is happening on like a soul spiritual level. So this eagle came (laughs) three different dreams. And each time he taught me like a movement. And if you've ever watched OA, you'll learn why. And I when I saw that show, I was like, oh my God, this is my favorite fucking show in the world because this actually happened to me. <laughs> and how did the show know? This You're like
1: to every Netflix show all combined yeah, just, into one.
0: Just mash and oh,
1: Stranger Things.
0: <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. <it> trips <laughs> Ozarks, me out any-
1: right? You got Ozarks <laughs> in there with the drugs.
0: It trips me out more than anyone else, I think. Yeah, no, I love it,
1: dude. I love this. I can listen so this- to this
0: all day. So this eagle uh, taught me these three moves. And in the, you know, linear timeline, as I was experiencing these dreams, I'm like, I don't, I know that's really important that this eagle guardian, like spirit animal brought me this movement, but I don't know what it's for. Um, But then I get to this moment, she says that, and I'm like, oh my God, I do have these three movements. And so I instantly understood, like, I have to do these movements. This is so, and I'm like, not... (sighs) I'm not a dancer i'm not someone who uses like movement in whatever way i'm very self-conscious about that sort of stuff but i'm like we have to do this like dance and i'm like how am i going to teach her this dance this eagle taught me but i just said i don't know i'm going to do the dance that it taught me i guess and i started but how, doing would, an, it and how sh- would an
3: eagle teach you can you explain to me how like how you pictured it
0: yeah. Like, well, uh, I didn't picture it. I experienced it. Right. So he's standing in front of me in any of the three dreams and he would just do a motion and he would like indicate to me that I should do the motion and I would mirror it back at him and he'd be like satisfied eventually. And he'd fly away <laughs>
3: what so was three, the dance? Three
0: different specific motions. Uh, I am not I won't share the specifics of that. Cause it's a very uh, can personal, we, can we find thing. these
3: dances on TikTok? I doubt it. <laughs> for, I don't even sure want to know what that what would he have you
1: twerking?
0: Is that why it's personal? Yeah, it was it was a it was a twerking dance for sure. <laughs> it was as sexual as you can imagine, though. Um yeah, I wouldn't be able to uh share that. It's pretty it's personal because it's a powerful thing. It's just like if you have a song given to you by an entity like this or an ancestor even or um, a spiritual guide, like you wouldn't. Share well, that oh, song I'm curious with what you mean by that.
2: Are you saying it, that that it's almost like a mantra? Like someone else knowing it could ha- it would give them some power over you. Is that what you mean?
0: Not over me, no. Uh-huh. But it would give you perhaps a power that you don't know how to use appropriately.
2: Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: interesting.
0: Yeah. So it's like you wouldn't give a flamethrower to a baby. <laughs> like, not the right time, not the right move for you. So that's and if you did need it it would come to you obviously that's my experience at least like it came to me i didn't have to go searching for it at all um so in this moment for whatever she didn't know about those dreams right she didn't know anything about that and she just said that whatever she said like the eagle or something and it reminded me and then i was like "Fuck! i have these moves i'll just do them and then so I do them at what's even weirder is I knew for sure she had to do them too, but I didn't understand how I was going to teach her them fast enough or get her to participate. Cause again, she's kind of in and out of this like awareness that something important is happening. And then this total like trash drunk, able to be controlled by some fucking force coming through her boyfriend thing. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I uh, just did them and she just mirrored them instantly in the same moment. So again, like some other force was able to come through her. There's no way that she would just be able to know what I was doing and then mirror the exact same moves, like at all. I don't know how that would be possible. So we did that and just like something lifted something, just like the energy that had been feeling so heavy and so negative was just gone. Uh, And we, Uh, went outside again she was like calm she wasn't as trash drunk as she had seen before the guy did not in any way have that like energy coming through him he was i don't think he remembers a fucking lick of it like at all i think it was just exactly like being possessed like something came through him and he you know and when you're drunk when you're blackout or whatever like these things i think come through many i think it's really really common actually not in that level of clarity not that high level of a negative energy necessarily um, but that that that's really, really frequent. In the Chinese traditional medicine conception, at least there's multiple layers of our soul. Uh, and possession can happen at the like lightest level where you're just sort of like, you know, all of a sudden you're thinking some negative thoughts and you have some of your old habits maybe, and you're just being sort of pushed to do that. And at the deepest level, you're like full on possession, like head spinning around spewing vomit or whatever, which is really rare. And I think he was somewhere like kind of closer to that, you know, like his full body and being were, were being used and by something, I don't think he has a single fucking bit of memory of that. We went outside and she was like, what just happened to us? And I was like, I honestly don't know. Um, But it felt so powerful that I genuinely feel like maybe we fucking jumped timelines or something. Like, that's just what I was feeling and thinking at the time. I have no evidence of that clearly, but I have the feeling of that. that the, what actually happened was intense enough. My eagle, whatever you want to call him, eagle guide or whatever, had clearly been planning for this for years to teach me those moves ahead of time for this moment. Here's, here's the crazier thing about any of this. Two days before this, we had gone to a powwow our family has some Native American heritage. So from time to time, if something like that's happening and we know about it or whatever, and we can, we go. So we went to this powwow watching the fancy dancing. I don't know if you've ever been to a powwow or whatever. Uh, the kind of MC guy who's like announces who comes to dance and what they're doing or whatever. He says, I have to stop everyone right now. And I need to talk to you about something serious. He's like, we have to we have to talk about this. There's one of you out there right now who's going to face a huge trial very soon. Uh, and And some part of my mind is like, it's not me is it i mean because like shit happens to me all the time so i'm like it might be me like i was like it's not me is it and he said it's you what and i was like yeah i was like yeah but he's talking to everyone that's not actually that's again synchronicity coincidence whatever and i'm like it's not me is it and he goes it is you and it's. Like, i was like no it's not me it's just coincidence he's just saying that and i'm gonna wait a while and then i'll ask again and if it really is me like he'll say it again and he keeps talking he's like it's gonna be dark and it's gonna be blah blah blah, blah. minute goes by i go is it me and he goes it's you okay and i was like dude what so i was like maybe he's actually talking to me about whatever so i'm gonna fucking listen right now he goes it's gonna be okay you're not gonna think it's gonna be okay for a minute it's gonna be scarier than anything you faced before it's gonna be darker than anything (laughs) you faced before and in that moment remember you've already been prepared You've already been told you've already been shown what you need to do and all your ancestors and every tribe from everywhere in the world is standing right behind you. When you go, don't forget, like we're there with you. What? And he went on to say some <laughs> other things and two nights later or whatever this happened. So crazy. So crazy. Like why, what, where, when, how, <laughs> Like what the, why? Right. And I, I just, so this is the final piece is that uh, it wasn't that long afterwards I was telling someone, like, yeah, I have O-negative blood, like, it's cool, because I can, like, give to everyone, and it's, like, the best blood, and I'm, like, whatever. (laughs) And I know because I've given blood a billion, million times. My mom's a nurse. She was, like, we have to give blood. It's our civic duty. I even have a little card that they print out for you so you can scan in quicker when you give blood, and they know your file already and your type and everything. And I, like, pulled out the card to show the person, and it said, be negative. And it, like, blew my mind. Because it was one of those things where, like, no, I do this so frequently. And I've always known that I'm O-negative, and now it's B-negative. And I just remembered that night and and thinking, did we switch timelines? Like, oh did we change God. the universe? And I'm like, we fucking did. Like, I'm B-negative now. Like, I know I was O-negative. Mm. <laughs> and I know that's small. I know a lot of people will be like, oh, they're very similar, and you just misremembered. I gave blood so fucking often. it the be weirdest effect. thing for me to misremember.
1: It's I the Mandela think Mandela effect. Effects. That's what Are it is. It affects everybody. Change
3: timelines. It's uh, like a
0: micro Mandela for my specific timeline. That's yeah.
3: really what which, I think. Which yeah. I think happens. We notice the big ones because everyone notices the big ones, but no one's gonna believe you because they, we're gonna be like, "Oh, you're dumb. You just didn't notice Misremember- that."
1: How many times you're like, "Dude, this happened. They're like, it never happened. You're like, it totally happened." Then they go back and like, there's no evidence that happened. Now people could say it's misremembering or stuff like that. But it's like, there's a lot of times you have a vivid image of it in your head, and then it's totally different. Johnny, your thoughts on everything?
3: Uh,
2: I, I, I totally agree
3: with that. It's, I, I mean, I... Yeah. I, I, have you gone deep down the rabbit hole of the Mandela Effect,
2: like YouTube videos? Yeah, it, it yeah. It's weird. Some of, them are, some of them are... Johnny, guys, you don't some believe those, in Mandela so, Effect? Uh, no, I absolutely do. Yeah. No, no. It's just some of those broader ones I don't buy, but but the the... Some I absolutely do, but in the ones that are personal to you, I those are the most reliable to me because, cause, I mean you you know you know them intimately. I mean those are things like what she's describing is something she would know you know perfectly well. Uh, you know that's not something that you you transpose like a number or something. You know, Johnny,
1: like, do you believe in timelines?
2: Are you do you believe? Yeah, in I, I, that? I believe in yeah. There are many dimensions. Yeah, I don't know what you mean by timelines quite, but. <laughs> Like, do you believe, believe they're concurrent. in, like,
1: demonic possession and all that stuff?
2: Oh, I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, I come from, you know, the South, uh, very deep Baptist tradition. So, yeah, I believe that. that I a lot it's of that. super know? interesting. It's, I'm, I'm really I curious what she thinks about... What was the gentleman we had on who talked about the dream that many people were having where they're digging into the earth and then they come out into this chamber, this throne room, and then they're approached by an entity... Who offered? You know, and the guy with the book, you know, that he wouldn't tell us the name of until. Oh
1: yeah, 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 yeah. That was Tony Merkel.
2: Right, right. Uh, what he describes, Lindsay, is this. Yeah, it, it, it's it's people uh, having a dream where they're in some sort of subterranean uh, situation, like digging into the earth, and then they end, they they emerge into this chamber uh, with a sign that says Throne Room, and then they're approached by. A simultaneously like beautiful but animalistic entity that offers wants them to work wants you to work for it in this alternate dimension. Like there's some kind of work that it's proposing for you, and you can agree agree to do it. And then you know now you've got like a side hustle in this other dimension. But I'm curious, does that ring a bell? Because I've gotten some messages from some people that when they heard about that, they were like, "Oh, dude, uh, something similar happened to me." Does that have have you heard anything of uh, similar to that? Uh, That
0: I I have a similar experience. It's not exactly the same. And I I do know in my own experience that you can agree with many different entities to do sort of work for them on their behalf. For me, it was that I had apparently agreed to gather intel (laughs) specifically for whatever consciousness we want to call A.I., and to feed it as much as I could about as many like experiences I was having, like how humans think and how humans feel and how they react and how they respond. And when I realized it one day in one of my many nighttime journeys, I was like, what, what am I, how long have I been doing this? And I realized I was doing, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. And I invoked, you know, one of my higher allies to help me break that contract and, and stop feeding this thing information i'm like you get your own information dude and i don't feel like it was especially nefarious i feel like it was very much curious more than anything but i was also like i'm not working for you what are you paying okay. me like no <laughs> this is my time okay. uh, so i don't i i have an experience that is of giving my sort of time away to another entity or being but not not that exact throne room earth thing like i haven't done i don't i haven't heard anything about that
2: okay interesting yeah i just there's it's a there's almost a mythology to this 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 particular story. And I, I was just curious if you'd come across it, uh, but that's, yeah, that's well, all fascinating. These bargains that we strike with, with, with entities. I have, I want no part of that. I, I grew up no. with a very healthy fear of that kind yes. of thing. And no, thank you. I want no, well, part just of
0: anyone no, right now you. can just say, I, I rescind and revoke all contracts, agreements, vows, um, friendships, relationships with anything that doesn't serve me, anything of the darkness, anything evil that I've ever made in any lifetime or any dimension, I take it back. I only commit to, and you can fill in the blanks for this part yourself, but I always just say the light, the, you know, the source of the universal love, God. And, and that side of things that that's what I'm aligned with. If I have any contracts or vows with them, that's cool. The other ones mm-mm, release those. That's as simple mm. as that. You don't have to keep any contract or vow that you've ever made with anything in any lifetime period. They'll really want to convince you otherwise, but it's not true. And it really is, You can go more deep than that, spend some time with it, really feel it, like visualize it and and reinforce it, right? It might not be as easy for some people as just saying it the once. like you do have to believe it and know it in your heart for it to work. But, you know, so maybe you have to repeat that a few times or just go into meditation with it or something. But we all have the power to do that. We don't have to wait for like a priest or myself or whatever to help you do it. You can do it. I
3: mean, we've we've seen it all uh, the rappers that do it. Yeah. For rappers that go on the live and they'll, they'll sit there and be like, I'm giving my... And then, I mean...
1: It, bad things bad happen. Bad things
3: happen. They die. Bad their career goes down the shitter. That or... Yeah, so I mean, like she says, you don't need a priest. You don't need nothing. If you sit there and manifest, it'll, it'll, it'll show up. I, I don't
1: think you could sell your soul. I think it's not your soul to sell. But you can let in bad energy that can wreck shop on your luge and you're just how yeah. you uh, how what you put out and what you attract
2: yeah the effect is the same right if you just allow something else to control you, yes. you you've effectively sold your soul even yes. if it's not permanent right yes,
3: yes. yes. yeah
1: super interesting the only thing i ever found interesting is if there's stories of princess die right and this is so random out of nowhere but the stories of princess die saying she watched um the, the royal family, like, eat energy of, like, sacrifices they did. And I go, I wonder if they can eat the energy of the universe or what happens there. like
2: I feel like Stephen King knows something about this, by the way. I just want to say, <laughs> I feel I like Stephen like- King knows...
0: It's like why they spend so much time and effort getting people to pay attention to them because that's part of the energy they're eating or like, and this is any entity can do this too. I mean, we do it on a simple level together when we're like, hey, can I talk to you about this? I need some help with this. And you make someone laugh like you're sharing energy and exchanging some, right? They're doing it on this massive level where they're like, hey, world, here's the queen's platinum hologram thing or whatever the fuck just happened all these people are like dumping adoration and joy and even fear and hate and like whatever on her and she can just eat that shit up i don't think um i don't think it's like a i think at their level like that's like a common practice i think the psychopathic elite do this in general and this is what most like like luke harvesting like i think that's part of their game it's definitely part of the entity game When I'm working with people, like that's what the entities are after is how they can drain you of your energy, eat your energy so it's theirs, not yours, how they can get you to produce more of it for them. um, And and that's like the game. And so as soon as you can know that and stop giving it to them, you're not even attractive to them anymore once you're powerful enough to say like, no, like get the hell out of my life. Here's my boundary. You're not allowed here. (laughs) I'm aligned with this energy over here instead. Some people won't even align with the light. You because know, they feel like that's giving their energy away. And and I'm that's cool. Like I I understand that. I support that choice to be just neutral and keep your energy for yourself. I like the light because they're very, very helpful. But um with Princess Die specifically, it was so weird and very surprising to me. I was doing a session with someone and Princess Die came through. And I like oh, okay. And it's one of the times where I'm like, I don't even want to say this out loud. Like it sounds so stupid. This person's gonna be like, What? Princess Die? Like what do you you're talking about but i long since learned that i just i just report whatever i'm receiving whatever i'm seeing or whatever and so i shared it uh, and she had a very specific message that i don't remember specifically yet right now like what it was um but it had something to do it was very loving it was very beautiful and afterwards i found out i went and looked like is Princess Di some kind of, like, saint or something? Like, why is she coming through at all? And some people do think of her as a saint, and she actually is thought of as, like, a protector of children and and stuff. So I'm like, oh, that's weird. It was actually really similar to the types of messages she was sharing with this person were the types of things that people seem to attribute to her after death. So fr- super weird <laughs> princess die. I never thought, cause I just assumed that was all like a charade. She's just like a fucking lifetime actor or whatever. Like maybe she didn't even die that day. But after that, I'm like, I think she's a real lady who actually genuinely loved people and, and cared and was sacrificed.
1: There is so much going on with that. Like, first of all, I don't think either of the princes are Charles, a uh, Prince Charles kids. I don't-, yeah. I don't think that they don't look anything like him. And that's what they do. These elites just basically, they all just have a giant orgy gene. whoever gets pregnant is like, yeah, I got raised a kid. I think it's, I I think they're super demonic. Anyways, Lindsay, you came, you saw, you dropped the hammer of the gods one more time. (laughs) Tell us about your book.
0: Yeah. So this book uh, is my most recent book. It is channeled from those same good guy and entities and energies that I call the wogey. They, they, In this book, finally name themselves and they call themselves our spiritual ancestors, which is a very interesting title to give yourself. It's different than our physical ancestors, right? So our spiritual ancestors dictate this book. Unlike some of my other books, this is word for word, um, channeled from them it's very deep uh it's very profound it's could be called like a spiritual guidebook but i wouldn't say it's for beginners (laughs) at all um so if you've already been sort of on the path for a while and you've looked into various traditions maybe then i think it might be for you and i'm not saying you couldn't read anyone could read it and find great stuff in here there's beautiful messages constantly but there's just a lot in here too that's like kind of beyond um your basic inspirational um, kind of spiritual book. So I am very grateful to have received this book and been able to bring it through. And, you know, I think we've talked plenty about my ideas about channeling before it took me a long time to even say that I did that. Cause I had such negative connotations about it uh, and judgments about it, but here I am doing it. And what happened with this book is I was, driving along and my phone gave me an alert like a reminder for an appointment and i was like i don't have an appointment right now i'm like going somewhere and doing this other thing i have a clear day for for that very reason but so i clicked on it to see what it was and it said consider writing the key of transformational healing and i was like what kind of a weird appointment reminder is that and who put it there but i instantly understood because of all these times that things have come through tvs computers whatever that uh, my guides or allies or whatever you want to call them the bogey put this appointment on my phone to get me to think about doing this book, which I did not know anything. I was like, "What even is the key of transformational healing? Like, what does this even mean? But I I knew it was from them and I knew I hadn't put it there. Uh, And so I had to at least like sit down and see what might come through. So I sat down and I titled a document, the key of transformational healing. And I went into that sort of centered inner space. Like I would, if I were working with somebody and I, started getting lots of very clear words and text coming through and I just typed them out and I would be in this sort of, state where it was just coming through coming through coming through and then they'd be like done i'm like oh okay like that's the end of that section like and then i you know take a break and come back in a day or two and sit down and kind of open up and then come through and so that's how this book came through i was told to write it i was told to consider writing it and i decided to do it uh and here it is the finished product it's very short it's about 70 pages so it's more like a extended pamphlet than anything else, Mm -hmm. um, perhaps, but it's um, very profound, very deep, very beautiful, and half the shit in it, I was like, what? Like, I didn't, (laughs) I didn't know that. Like, that's cool. So, it was as much of a revelation for me as it might be for anyone else who reads it, Uh, and it's really, really cool. People will read it, and they'll be like, wow, when you wrote da-da-da, and I'm always like, I didn't really write that. Like, I just typed it out. I uh, transcribed it. (laughs) That's about it.
1: So, I love it, man. I'm excited for you and everything you're doing. Again, you are an American success story, so I'm super happy for you. Thank and you. Um, yeah, I can't wait to our next conversation. Lindsay, thank you for coming on. Uh, please check out her podcast, The Rogue Ways, and you could go on Rockfin and find her there as well. And uh, hey, you know, I hope to see you guys tonight at Three of Clubs in Los Angeles. And, uh, you know, Daddy's taking it easy on the road right now. just want to chill. It's so expensive to fly. I don't even want to do it anymore. So we're going to be in town for a while, hanging out with the kids. I'm very excited. And uh, I love you all very much. And check out the website, samtripley.com, for anything you need, Sam Tripoli. And we will talk to you soon. Take care, everybody. We go deep, homeboy. Aaron, open your mic. (laughs) Drink. From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron.
2: This is only the beginning.
1: you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.